The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple Eight, 933.93. It's Friday again already. Wow. Another week that we just went by blazingly fast. And it makes it free free speech Friday. So anything that uh, you'd like to comment on today, feel free at triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. A little Twitter battle between uh our own Buck Sexton and Jake Tapper. Hmm. Uh Buck tweeted out concerning the the <clears throat> journalists. Commotion started when uh, Sexton brought up the news that the Justice Department seized New York Times reporter Ali Watkins' phone and email records. That was part of an investigation into government leaks. Federal agents are apparently looking at the three-year relationship between Watkins and James Wolfe, the Senate Intelligence Committee former director of security. Uh, He was indicted for making false statements to the FBI. So Buck tweeted out, when Obama did this, press was willing to overlook it it made it okay for obama because he was so perfect press won't overlook it now but guess what too late jake tapper tweeted out right afterwards no we didn't and he provides the link so sick of the lying uh he tweets you know i it may have been covered by jake tapper but we've said all along jake tapper was one of the few that ever ever challenged obama on anything he and uh, uh, what's his face from ABC, uh, John Carl. Yep, John Carl are are seemingly the only two. Uh, so I mean, you can always <clears throat> use the exception. Well, except maybe with a possible exception of Jake Tapper. Uh, but uh, he apparently took exception to what Buck had to say. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The Back and forth between the president and athletes continues. Oh, goody. Yeah, I love that. Uh, He has said he will not be inviting uh, LeBron James or uh, Steph Curry. No matter who wins, they won't be invited. But they've already said if they win, they're not going. So uh, it's just that kind of stupidity. Uh, It's getting kind of obnoxious. Apparently, neither team in the NBA Finals... Uh, would go to the White House should they win the championship. So is that basketball? Mm-hmm. Okay. It is Just basketball. Quite sure there. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously you're very closely following it. It's three nothing right now. Warriors, right? Golden mm-hmm. State and uh, Cleveland. Oh, it was two nothing. I think it's game game really? four is tonight. I think. Okay. Yeah, it's three zip. Wow. Yeah, they won the first game in Cleveland, one ten one zero two. Three nothing. Wow. Yeah. I, just, I, I watched game two. I did watch game two. The whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Did and you it, know? And I saw Cleveland get destroyed yeah. in every aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. It was a bad game to choose to, to watch in the finals, I guess. But, um, you know, hockey's over now. Capitals won last oh, night. Oh, they did. Sorry. So the Golden Last Knights, I saw, the uh, Las Vegas, the expansion team was up 3-2, but they lost. Yeah, they lost. What uh, was, this, four, what was the final? Uh, 4-3, I believe. Yeah. It, it, Las Vegas was such an amazing story because it was a first year expansion team <laughs> so cool never before in the history of sports has that happened where a 
an expansion team in their first year of existence because they kind of get all the players that nobody else wants. Yeah, the leftovers, the unprotected, yeah. yeah. Right. All the unprotected guys make up their team, and it's usually not a great team. And they usually you know, have losing seasons for many years mm-hmm. until they get established. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals. That's they, And they were dominant in the regular season, too. Yeah. Um, but It's yeah. a really cool story. They almost did it. Uh, they lost four games to one. I'm not even a hockey fan, and, and that was uh, kind of an interesting story mm-hmm. to follow, especially since, you know, Las Vegas had that incredible tragedy October 1st. Yeah. And that was just something that the city could rally around afterwards, which, which made it even better. It was like New Orleans after Katrina. Uh, when they finally went to the Super Bowl, what was that, 09? So it, that, though, was years later. So really incredible story. 888 Right now, the uh, the president is at the G7 meeting, the big summit between the United States and the other economic powers of the world, including France, Germany, Canada, if you can consider them an economic power. <laughs> For some reason, the bromance... Between Emmanuel Macron and President Trump seems to be over, or at least suspended for now. Mm. Uh, Macron said that he believes, okay, obviously Trump thinks he can go it alone. Well, we don't mind because we, the six of us, have signed on to this and, and we don't need them. You know, that it, that's crazy. And the liberal media kind of supports him in that. What they don't recognize is that they need us a lot more than we need them. They have to have the U.S. market. And while I don't like this trade war, I don't like the tariffs, Donald Trump knows that. He knows that Canada can do all the business they want with Mexico. Go ahead. (laughs) See how that works for you. Without the U.S. buying market, you're going to be done. Do all the business you want with Europe. That's fine. But you're going to need the U.S. market. We're the ones with the money. We're the ones that spend it. And so eventually you got to believe, at least I hope, this thing is going to work out. I really hope so because I do not want to be in a position where we have to invade Canada. We'll, we'll come up there if we have to because this could get ugly. And, and you'd have to go against those Canadian Mounties. Oh, you know, the, phew, Wow. I mean, Man. they're armed with, um, mm. well, with horses. Uh-huh. So. Dudley Do-Right. Hmm. Oh, no! Frightening. It's frightening what the uh, Mounties can do. You don't want none of that. Yeah, you don't. So hopefully it won't come to that. Maybe they'll come to their senses before that. 888 I got to play this uh, candidate for governor in Maryland uh, and his new ad. <laughs> this is astounding. Five years ago, I wouldn't have believed this was possible. But today, anything goes. And we all know it. And in a political ad, you can do everything from use the F word to do what this guy did. That's true. I forgot about and it that. Do, it doesn't matter. F word guy. Yeah. Yeah. New Mexico. Yep. And because it's a political ad, you have to play it. You can't edit it. You just got to let them do what they're going to do. And uh, FCC rules be damned. It doesn't matter. There are no FCC rules when it comes to a candidate's political ad. And this guy running for governor in Maryland, take a look at this commercial that he just uh, he just published. I'm Rich Maddalino. I'm running for governor to deliver progressive results and to stand up to Donald Trump. Here are a few of the things I've done that already infuriate him. I protected Planned Parenthood from the Republicans in Congress. Take that, Trump. I helped ban assault weapons in Maryland. Take that, NRA. 
I believe in public schools, not vouchers. Take that, Trump, and Betsy DeVos. Yeah! And what's the number one way I piss off Donald Trump and the Republicans? Take that, Trump. Oh, my gosh. Good heaven. <laughs> For those listening on the Blaze Radio, <clears throat> dude Governor Hopeful. Kissed uh, his partner, significant other, uh, whatever, uh, husband. Take that, Trump. Ooh, that that really stung him. You're talking about the most gay-friendly president to ever be elected in this country. What? How's that going to hurt him? First of all, we need to get this guy on the phone. I want to know yeah. why are you are you trying to be more divisive in a country that is already divided and at each other uh, at each other's throat all the time, and now your goal is to piss off Trump. But you know what? You're not going to get to Trump. He doesn't care. I doubt he'll even see that ad. What does he care? You're getting to his supporters. You're getting to Republicans in your state. Are you trying to become the governor of all the people of Maryland or just the extreme left-wing haters? Whose governor are you going to be if you you get that far? He protected Planned Parenthood. Meaning, I have uh, sentenced... Children to continued slaughter in Maryland. You haven't gotten to the NRA. You're not pissing them off. You're attacking the Second Amendment. And the and the education thing with Betsy DeVos. Where did this really strange, bizarre hatred for Betsy DeVos come from? I don't even... Man, they hate her for, for whatever reason. Then they got the children echoing his sentiments. And then you're at, you're 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 producing an ad for Maryland kids that they're going to see on TV and then forcing their parents to explain all that. Why is a dude kissing a dude, mommy? Well, because it's the most natural, wonderful thing in the world, honey. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I mean, we uh, again, we can't let our children just be children and avoid all this stuff. Why are you trying to divide the nation more than it's already been divided? I mean, that is his stated goal in the commercial. And I thought Democrats were so loving and inclusive and tolerant. It's just, wow, have we seen the hypocrisy of that lately? And how that's completely out the window. They don't care about any of that stuff anymore. Just anything goes. Right up to making out with your same-sex partner on a political ad. Is that what we really need? Every day is a new treat. Isn't it, though? New surprise every day. (laughs) And that's a real special one. Hmm. You know, I doubt this guy will come on, but it should be nice to talk to him about this ad. In fact, I mean, what is going through your mind? That's just insanity. You think Donald Trump is really going to care? He's going to give a rat's butt about what you just did? It's so immature. Oh, it's pathetic. I just, yeah. It's just absolutely pathetic. And, they, and they're always referring to Donald Trump as immature. And yeah, I think he does some immature things from time to time. But that is one of the worst. Just like that FDNRA thing uh, that other governor candidate started out with in his ad. Mm-hmm. Right out of the gate, F word, boom. I don't remember what state that New Mexico. was. New Mexico. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it was New Mexico. Was it? Yeah. And have they had their primary yet? 
or is that still down the road? We should we should check in on that guy and see if his ad uh, did anything for him. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts on virtually anything that's on your mind. It's Free Speech Friday. Uh, if you have a gun at home for personal protection, you should be able to practice with it at home. And iTarget Pro has revolutionized home firearm training. First of all, it's going to save you a lot of money in ammo. You don't have to buy the ammo because this system utilizes your smartphone and their app and a laser in place of the bullet that detects exactly where your shots are landing. So you see it and you hear it and you don't have to spend a bunch of money on ammo. and You don't have to uh, pay for range fees and you don't have to have the hassle of driving back and forth plus the gas money. So now you can practice home defense where it matters the most and test different angles, maximize your tactical advantage, all the things that would be important if you ever have to defend yourself and your family at home. Right now, save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, and get really proficient using your weapon inside your own home. Really convenient. It's the letter I, targetpro.com, offer code PAT, itargetpro.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and <clears throat> at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. From skip to zip, politics have already ru- been ruined for me, and now the sports are being ruined one by one. If this keeps up, I may just end up sitting around watching TV and eating until I look like Jeffy. Oh no! Don't. Minus the diabolical criminal hobbies, of course. Oh. Uh, Pat's favorite stint. Tweets out, not true. St. Louis went to the Stanley Cup Finals as an expansion team in their first season. Hmm. Hmm. Didn't know that. Okay. That shows my... Of course, wait a minute. In extensive knowledge on the NHL. There probably weren't that many teams back then. I mean, they weren't yeah. the original six, probably. but they were... Yeah, that was a long time ago. St. Louis has been around for a while. Uh, lost to the Montreal Canadiens, though, in the Canadiens in uh, four games. Four zip. That's what you get for showing up there, then. Sniper Triple B, the NBA is not basketball. It's closer to rugby than basketball. There you go. All right. So put that in your pipe and smoke it and use that hashtag, as a matter of fact. Um, they're talking about bringing back Roseanne now <laughs> without Roseanne. Oh, that totally makes sense. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Obviously, you wouldn't call it Roseanne. And if you use anything too close to her premise, you've got to pay her anyway. And so you might as well just bring her back because people are going to be all upset about that. She's profiting from her show. You're letting that racist profit from her show. (laughs) That'll be the outcry. But it looks like it's more than idle chatter. The Washington Times says that producers are scrambling to get people signed on and figure out how they'll make it work in time for next season. Because, you know, this is probably a billion-dollar-plus venture for ABC. They haven't... I don't think they've had a hit like this in a while. So, I guess the spinoff... It would be kind of a spinoff of the original storyline. And again, if if it's too close to Roseanne's 
uh, premise, they would have to pay her. Then if you get too far away from that premise, well, what do you have? Just a crappy show. People kind of come to the party for Roseanne. You know, and maybe John Goodman. So, be interesting to see um, if that comes to fruition or not. Because, obviously, Hollywood has run out of ideas. And that's why they're just recycling everything they've already done. By the way, we were talking about the G8, uh, G7 summit a few minutes ago. Uh, Melania did not travel with the president on this trip, nor will she travel to Singapore. Has she left the So let the, let the speculating begin. I think, here's what I think she's done. Okay. I think she's leaving the White House and the president uh, to go sell hand cream and facial cream. I think she's starting a facial cream business. I bet you're right. On the side. I mean, I don't know what else it could be. There's nothing else it could be. I mean, we've learned our lesson. There's not another thing. And I'll bet the problem between them that we've speculated about is because she hasn't shared with the president that she's got this business on the side. But she's kept it from him. But she wants to become independent. And so she started a facial cream business. And uh, now it's to the point, it's so successful... That she can thrive on just that and doesn't need Donald Trump's money anymore. What else could it be, man? It can't be anything else. There's nothing it could be. So watch for that. Hmm. Just get ready to buy Melania facial cream to support the former first lady. She's not former yet, but she will be soon. Uh, right now, right now, Trump's uh, he's he just got he just walked up to Trudeau there in Canada for the for the G7 deal. Boy, that's an awkward moment. No right kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, there's some tension between him and Trudeau, him and Macron, him and Angela Merkel. In fact, there was a, I, I read an article yesterday that he really didn't want to go. <laughs> I kind of don't blame him because you got the other six ganging up on him. You got the six dwarf countries that are all a little bit hacked off. And by the way, they were just standing on a platform and I'm... Look... I'm sure I'm reading too much into this, but I know this president well enough that Mm -hmm. Trudeau just walked down the ramp that they were supposed to walk down instead of being the host country and just and just showing respect to your guest and and holding his hand out so that Trump would walk down the ramp first. Mm -hmm. He just started walking with his translator with with uh, his wife and um, and Trump just stepped off the front of the platform (laughs) like, you know what? Screw you. I'm cutting the corner and I'm going to jump in front of you. I tell you, this is not going to end well. No, this actually might end up in a in a USA versus Canada like a hot war. What do you think? What are the odds? Come on. Oh, I'd say they're about ninety eight percent war with Canada. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a pet poll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, liberal media would love it, mm. and the liberal media uh, has decided that we're already in a constitutional crisis. So. I'm sure they wouldn't be surprised if we go to war. Listen, we put together, we didn't, but uh, I think this was the Washington Beacon, put together a little montage of all the liberal media uh, reporters screaming about a constitutional crisis. Now, when we were actually in a constitutional crisis because of Obamacare, they didn't have a thing to say about that. That was perfectly fine. There There were no violations then. 
Now, all of a sudden, the constitutional crisis alarm bells are ringing. Oh, boy. But is anybody listening? No. This is leading to a constitutional crisis. Destruction of the constitutional norms. Constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. Could be a constitutional crisis. The president really wants a constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. Perhaps constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. This is a shocking breach of democratic norms. This is an assault on the rule of law. This is an assault on the Constitution. This is unconscionable what Donald Trump is doing here. He is assaulting the FBI and the Department of Justice because he is uh-huh. meddling in the investigation of his own campaign. No. And Max, you're a Republican, aren't you? Making this a constitutional, 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 constitutional crisis. That's an attack on our Constitution. This is another violation of constitutional norms. Where did you fall in the year 2018 when the President of the United States tried to dismantle the Constitution? And you're going to have to answer that. This constitutional uh-huh. breach. Constitutional chicken. Constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. Trumpism's most powerful enemy, the Constitution of the United States. And then we're to <laughs> constitutional crisis territory. We are in a constitutional crisis. Constitutional crisis. This presidency mm-hmm. is kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure where crisis. every ending ends in a constitutional crisis. <laughs> These buffoons have never cared about the Constitution in the past. They don't, it doesn't even enter their thought process. They couldn't care less about the U.S. Constitution. Now, all of a sudden, we're in a constitutional crisis. Over what? <laughs> Unbelievable. So transparent. Uh, and just so partisan. But they don't, they don't care. 888 Tyler in Michigan. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. Hey. Um, I just uh, want to talk about, you guys were talking about that uh, story where they uh, were telling the kids about sexuality yesterday. Yeah, the Canadian um, Broadcast Corporation uh, did a very, uh, an unbelievable indoctrination piece. Heartbreaking. With, with a bunch of kids uh, on yeah. being gay allies. Yeah, and I've yeah. listened to a long time, and, you know, I... Uh, I was like, man, I just got to call in because I'm gay and conservative. And that just made me sick that they're, you know, talking like that to kids that young. Yeah. And and more on that, just like I find it, you guys were talking about a little bit too yesterday. I find it harder to tell my gay friends that I'm conservative than my conservative friends that I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet. Very well said. Yeah. I, I'll bet, and it's and like how do the how do your them. how do your gay friends respond usually when you tell them you're conservative? I I've lost friends over it. The, really, I have said to it's some really of my sad. friends, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I've said to some of my friends, I don't like Trump, but he's done this that's good, or he's done that that's good, or mm-hmm. I like Mike Pence better, and they've stopped talking to me because of that. Wow, <laughs> what happened to their and tolerance? So, what happened to the inclusion? I'm telling you, within some of the gay community and gay circles, and obviously I have a lot of gay friends, and I go to gay pride and all that kind of stuff, and so it's like, you know, I love parts of the community, but it's one of the most intolerant Mm. places you can be in. And it, as Caller was talking about yesterday, I think it's just this insecurity. It's that they're afraid that everybody's attacking them or judging them when I don't really think that's there. Like you were saying, you don't care what people do in that. 
you know, their bedroom. Right. You know, it's that libertarian right. mindset of people just, they're busy with their own jobs and their own lives. They don't care what other people do so much, but we, they have to get that acceptance because they're so insecure, you know, within themselves, whatever it is from childhood or whatever they go through, which we all have those insecurities. I just think that's how it manifests, manifests itself in the last and in a lot mm-hmm. of groups like that. So, yeah. Hey, Tyler, um, you just said that you've lost um, uh, gay friends when you admit to them yeah. that you're conservative. Have you lost any conservative friends when they find out you're gay? No, all my conservative mm. friends or religious friends just are like, yeah, yeah we kind of knew or mm-hmm. it's not a big deal or even right. we don't really we don't agree with it. But, you know, we'll never ah. go to a gay bar with you or we'll never go to these places with you. But Sounds suspiciously like tolerance. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate the call. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. Uh, you know another war that's being battled in, and being lost by anybody who is not in favor of legalizing drugs. Uh, the, the marijuana thing, I, that might be a battle that's been lost. How many states? I think it's nine, seven or nine states already have legalized it, including okay. Colorado and Washington, California. Now, Senators uh, Cory Gardner and Elizabeth Warren, wow, those are two unlikely partners on a bill, have released a long-awaited bipartisan marijuana legislation reform bill. Did this yesterday. It would give states the right to determine the best approach to marijuana within their own borders. Huh. Huh. What a concept. What does that sound like? Uh, hmm, the Tenth Amendment, maybe? Very well. It does not seek to legalize marijuana, but instead proposes an amendment to the Controlled Substances Act, protecting people who choose to use marijuana, so long as they comply with local, state, or tribal laws. It also states that compliant marijuana transactions are not considered trafficking. And finally, it removes industrial hemp from the list of substances prohibited under the CSA. So the hemp clothing thing that was a big deal. Who was the actor that was pushing hemp clothes? Oh, gosh. Remember that? Uh, Several years, maybe 10 years, 10, 15 years ago, trying to get hemp clothing okayed across the country. Hmm. Uh, Corey Gardner said the federal government is closing its eyes and plugging its ears while 46 states have acted. The bipartisan common sense bill. (laughs) I love that Corey Gardner has bought into the common sense thing. Don't tell me. It ensures the federal government will respect the will of the voters, whether that's legalization or prohibition, and not interfere in any state's legal marijuana industry. Interesting. Uh, Do you trust Cory Gardner after he banned birth control? Oh my gosh, you're right. Remember that? You remember the commercial that informed us of that? They're all out. Did you try the corner market? Of course. Grocery store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. So everyone's sold out of condoms. Hmm. Hmm. 
How did this happen? Cory Gardner banned birth control. Right. Now, when did he... This was actually before the election, so he couldn't ban it before the election. But after the election, when did he take the steps he needed to ban uh, birth control? I think before the sunset on day one. I think so, yeah. I I think he literally was sworn in (laughs) after, you know, Joe Biden probably felt his wife up and then he went to the next room. He's like, I need to draft this bill right now. No more birth control. And usually it takes more than one senator to do that, but not in this case. Cory Gardner just took control and banned birth control. And now it's all on us guys. Yeah. And you can't find a condom anywhere. You're not nowhere. And the pill was just the start. Mm -hmm. The Pell Grants, my little brother was counting on for college right cory cut them did he climate change that everyone knows is weirding our weather weirding our weather flat out denies it oh man sweet pea cory denies (laughs) science come on this guy has no idea what's going on in the real world sweet pea cory denies science sweet pea i love this liberal drivel and then the condescending sweet pea what The only other time I've heard anybody refer to a female as Sweet Pea was in the 1966 song Sweet Pea (laughs) (laughs) by Tommy Rowe. Yeah. Oh, Sweet Sweet Pea. Come on, dance with me. Come on, come on, come on, dance with me. Yeah. Oh, Sweet Pea, won't you be my girl? Tell me that wasn't a simpler time. (laughs) Tell me that wasn't a more innocent time. What ridiculous lyrics. I went to the dance the other night. I met a girl there. She was out of sight. I asked a friend of mine who she could be. He said that her friends just call her Sweet Pea. Oh, Sweet Pea, come on and dance with me. Come on, come on, come on, come on and dance with me. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so it's, uh, it's, it was really time, I think, when they did this commercial to bring back the phrase Sweet Pea. I mean, that's no Kendrick <laughs> Lamar stuff right there, but it's close. Well, it's no, tell me where you, show me where your, where your grandma stay. Yeah, where your grandma stay. It's nothing like that, uh, but it's pretty powerful. Pretty darn powerful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we had a uh, we had a listener who tweeted us uh, kind of an interesting thing out on oh. out on the uh, interstate. Yeah, Wesley D. Huh? Yeah, this he is interesting. Is he driving? Tr- he's a truck driver, right? Yeah, he's a truck driver, and, and he happens to have one mm-hmm. of the dash cams, like we used to feature on Russian dash cam videos all the time. Mm-hmm. And take a look. He's uh, is he stopped in traffic? He, he's sitting in traffic <clears throat> underneath a bridge, and then check out what happens here. Look at this. Here. Look to the right. Go. Oh boy. Oh, oh, God. That was good stuff right there. That was so, awesome. So, yeah. That served him right. Yeah, so you got you got another trucker yeah. decides to sneak up the emergency oh, lane on the right man, hand side. What a day! <laughs> he sneaks up the right side in the emergency lane. You shouldn't be there, man. And his load and you gets chopped off. Always want something like that to happen to somebody who has just used the shoulder to yeah. pass you up. Uh, I want to Take see him that pulled douche. over. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> That's better than waiting to see him get pulled over. It is. <laughs> it is. Lost a major portion of his Lumber. load of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, nobody else got hurt. No no cars got damaged. It was just affecting just him. him. <laughs> Thank you for that, Wesley. It's amazing because every time that happens to me, every time somebody passes me on the shoulder like that on the right, I'm thinking, okay, where's the cops now? Where are you now? Yes. If that was me, mm-hmm. I would be. I would already be pulled over. Yeah, for not stopping before the buck line back uh-huh. there at the intersection. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but not this guy. No, so eh, good. Never. Thank you for sharing that with the world. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. Somebody got their just desserts, and uh, it's probably wrong of me to feel that way, but it's always a feel good moment. Whoa, whoa, no, no, that's perfectly no, it's, fine. It's fine. It's okay. That's that's called justice. <laughs> That is. That's a, a little bit of poetic justice uh, right there. 888 Also, we're hearing a, a lot of sob story over the pizza delivery man who was arrested. A pizza delivery man delivered a pizza to an army base in New York, and he was detained by the military police. He's now awaiting deportation. Why? Well, he was here illegally. Ah, man. You mean we're going to separate him from his family? Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, a New York City man is facing deportation after he delivered a pizza to an army base in Brooklyn, and leaders in the borough are now doing all they can to keep him with his family. He said, uh, Pablo Villavincencio said in Spanish, because you wouldn't want him to speak English, just maintain your language that you came here with, because you're going to get really far in this country when you do that. It's helpful for everybody. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't make any effort to speak our language because that would be wrong. <laughs> he said in Spanish, they treated me like an animal. I did not commit a crime. Well, yes, you did. And and just because they detained you doesn't mean they're treating you like an animal. He says, my daughters need me. My wife needs me. Well, you should have thought of that before you came here illegally. And by the way... Again, for the one millionth time, the immigration laws are not the only ones broken. When you're here illegally, you either have to do one of two things. Avoid federal taxation, so you're, you're a tax evader, or you've stolen somebody else's identity. Both of those are additional crimes. Both of those would separate any American citizen from his family yeah. if he were to be caught. Yeah, and, and, and in these stories about these roundups when they go and crack down on where illegal immigrants are, um, you know, working mm-hmm. like in mass. Mm-hmm. Um, always... well, there was just a story about right. that with a bunch of uh, uh, guys who who do lawns, lawn care. Right? Yeah, yeah, they were like the lawn care business. Yeah, always in the story is the paragraph. They're also being held on charges of tax evasion. And I mean, it's in there. I mean, please, there's other stuff going on. Yes. Uh, He said he was delivering pizza, as he has done countless times before, to the Fort Hamilton Army base on June 1st. He showed his New York State identification card at the security and was allowed inside. But then when he reached the delivery address, he was confronted by another officer. That bastard. And that other officer asked him, had the unmitigated gall to ask him for another form of ID, which he didn't have because he's here illegally. So he's detained. Uh, They called ICE. And since then, he's not seen his family. His wife says, in one day, your life changed. Now I'm alone with two kids. And that's unfortunate. 
But the government didn't do that to you. You did that to you. He came here illegally from Ecuador in 2008. Not only that, but in 2010, he was granted voluntary departure. So they found him. They knew he was here illegally. And they said, look, just take care of this. Go back and, and, and come here legally and, you know, then you'll be fine. Not good enough, huh? He refused. Hmm. He was ordered to leave the country by July of that year. He never did. Okay, that's on you. Not only for the first offense, but the second. Plus, either the identity theft or tax evasion. Now, I don't know why illegals don't have to worry about tax evasion and identity theft when I do. If I don't pay my taxes this year, Mm -hmm. the IRS is going to come after me. If I steal Keith's identity, the authorities are going to come after me. You don't want to be me. No, that's that's for sure. Let's be honest here. But Okay, let's say I steal Glenn's identity. He has a little extra money. Mm -hmm. And I start spending it. Well... (laughs) You know, I'm going to be separated from my family. (gasps) I have been an upstanding citizen for years in this country. I don't have a single other thing on my record. Well, except for the traffic tickets. Yeah. But you're going to separate me now from my family? Yeah. And nobody cares when it's an American citizen. Why is that? And you just used the example of if you don't pay your taxes. Mm -hmm. Matt, if you underpay your taxes... And the IRS catches wind. They'll come of after it. you for that. They're gonna knock on your door, and here you gotta prove. And oh, you're gonna be paying, paying penalties too uh, mm-hmm. since the time when you should have paid it back on April fifteenth of whatever year. Right. And in 2010, by the way, when uh, ICE caught him the first time around, and said, "Okay, we'll let you do this on your own, but you gotta leave by July, okay? And then you can come back legally." He wasn't married at the time. Didn't have kids at the time. That ha- that didn't happen until 2013. He got himself into this mess. He dug this hole. The U.S. government didn't dig it for him. You and I didn't dig it for him. I'm so tired of uh, the whining about this from the left. Okay, if you don't want them separated from their family, then they're going to have to take care of this thing. Then they've got certain responsibilities here. There are consequences if they don't take care of these things. And the left seems to be saying there shouldn't be any consequences for anybody who's here illegally. Why? There's cons- consequences for all the rest of us. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, let me tell you about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, I've been talking about this for a while because I'm, I'm really sold on it. It is uh, a great way to get vegetables if you, like me, hate the taste of vegetables. Um, and I also now, because I'm taking this, I have more energy and it just seems to help me keep the hunger at bay while I'm working. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are pre and probiotic, uh, that boost your immune system and have antioxidant power. Just put one scoop in eight ounces of water or a drink, shake, smoothie. It's just that easy and it tastes great. Actually sweetens your drink. So go to BrickHousePat.com. Yeah, it doesn't taste like broccoli or kale. (laughs) Try Field of Greens today. Get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray. Free Speech Friday. Uh, so whatever's on your mind could be something uh, lighthearted or hardcore news. Whatever. 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed. Uh, we do have some interesting stories that are not necessarily uh, mind-exploding stories oh. where you got to wrap your head in duct tape. It's possible that those exist anymore? Mm-hmm. It is. Huh. It is. Uh, Keith loves this uh, video of Aww. two entangled swans. <laughs> I'm a sucker for animal videos, all right? I'm just not. Um, no. Mm-mm. Well, it's not like it's your show. I mean, but, you don't have to play them. But I'm willing to Aww. check out, because you've been selling this all week. All week. Two entangled swans it's cute. swim up to a pair of photographers. Yeah. Oh, this is in Latvia. Mm-hmm. So are the swans a little bit different in Latvia than they are here? Yeah. Are they more comfortable with human beings? They squawk with an accent over there. It's weird. <laughs> so you can't understand. They're, they're no. squawking in and Latvian? No translator. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's just kind of figure it out, I guess. All right. Let's see the tangled up swans and okay. uh, what happened in their situation. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. Uh-oh. See, this. look at that. I don't know if that oh, was what just... Happened? I don't know if they were fighting, if it was kinky. I don't know. But they just cannot get unstuck. And so they swim over to the side. Yeah. Appealing apparently to the people there. Look at that. Hey, can we get a hand here? Yeah, uh, help us out. And this is a delicate operation for this guy because I, I just look at this. I mean, they are really tangled up there in the. How did that happen? I don't know, but check this out. That is really the weird. The swans aren't freaking out at all. Oh, look not how at all. Calm. They are allowing this guy. To, and this goes on for a couple, three minutes of him trying to unwrap their necks and their wings. I mean, everything is He's being messed up. super gentle with them, too. That's that's nice. And look at that. Even so, when okay. one of them feels mostly yeah. free, yeah. they don't like... The, the, they don't take it off. It doesn't go, don't... okay, I'm out of here, sucker. Look at this. Look at that. That is a, that is a strange, interesting... Nice moment. Yeah. See, look, that one. So yeah, on they're top still stuck. Yeah, he could kind of go, I think, but he's still just going to. Have they been? Up. Have they been super glued together? Right. I, how long do you think they've been like that, too? You know. Is the one swan dead? No. No, no, no. Wait for the happy ending. Pat. All right. I'm doing the whole. Oh, right, okay. Glenn Beck. So does, do the swans attack the guy at the end? Where's yeah, the, they, they actually, what's the hook here? Well, first they, they eat him <laughs> okay. on camera. All right, well, and, this is going to be great. And then. his brother just keeps filming. And I'm like... Or does an alligator snatch them <laughs> in? Or the dog shows up from the butterfly video from the other day. <laughs> and just, the wrong thing, buddy. That's usually how these tender moments yeah. end on this show. Look at that. He finally that. gets him untangled. And now, look at that. Look at this. Wow. Look, they're fine. This guy's like, all right, I'm out of here. This guy's had a little trouble. The second one has trouble. But look, when it's all said and done, he's got a little limp. And then he's, he's like, like, okay, wow, that feels good to get. <sighs> there we uh, go. Look, he looks normal now. Yay, happy ending. Yay. Look at that. That is really something. You're welcome. <laughs> it is kind of cool. Okay. Two entangled swans. <laughs> one loving human. Isn't that beautiful? Uh-huh. And uh, one camera a, guy. Yeah, and one camera guy. Captured it all. It's a really beautiful moment. The camera guy and the helpful human apparently were brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody knows apparently how long they'd been tangled up or what happened to get them that way. I think 17 years. <laughs> they'd been tangled yeah. for 17 how do you exist? long years. I mean, that takes coordination to eat and oh, sleep and sure whatnot. sure does. But yeah, so... You know, it's almost like they were Siamese twins for a while. Oh. Then that guy did the surgery to, 
to separate them. I mean, you can see why Beautiful. that one swan limped his way off camera because, mm-hmm. I mean, 17 years. Yeah, joined at the wing with his friend. <laughs> joined at the wing. Yeah, that's <laughs> about right. Uh, interesting story. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are much more calm than the swans and geese in my neighborhood that frequent the pond that's oh, in no. our neighborhood. Oh, no. Things are vicious. They will eat you alive. <laughs> I've been on golf courses like that. They will come at you. They they are, I mean, if, oh, look at the cute little, nope, they're coming at you squawking <laughs> and threatening and flapping their wings. They mean business. Did you see, by the way, not to destroy the whole mood, which oh. we're doing, of course. Oh, that's what we do. Did you see the really horrifying, disturbing video of the alligator that ate the dog? Not at all. What? Guy in Australia uh, has a house on the water. And he said for 10 years, this alligator would come out out of the water and come up on his lawn and the dog would run at it and bark 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 and scare it back into yappy the water. Yappy dog, yappy dog. Yeah, little, oh just a little guy. Little oh yappy no. dog. Oh. And it scared the alligator back into the pond until last week. <laughs> when it got just a tad too close. Now they'd been going on for 10 years and and it was such a big deal. People came to watch it. And there was people watching and filming. And the dog comes running up. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. All of a sudden, bam. Alligators got it just like that. Just sweeps over and clamps its jaws down, drags it back into the water. Bye bye, doggy. Oh, so <laughs> bye bye, doggy. And you hear this little yelp. Oh, oh, so sad. And all the people that are watching are screaming, No! Yes. Yeah. The owner's like, oh, It's bound to happen. Alligators just doing what alligators do. I mean, he got bullied. And he just snapped. Right. Like literally with his jaw. He was freaking sick and tired of it. And he wasn't going to take it another moment. You think he crawled out of the pond just thinking premeditated? This is the time. Today's the day. Today's the day. That yappy dog comes over here today. (laughs) I'm going to give him the what to for. Which, speaking of alligators, I guess it's a crocodile. I don't know. But um, Yeah, it was a crocodile. Okay. I think that in a half an hour when Jeffy's in here chewing the fat, I think Mm -hmm. that he has an alligator video that will... um, it's going to be awesome. So just stand by for that on the Blaze TV. It's a, it's a different alive, yeah, alligator. Yeah, yeah, this radio? one's in Florida. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Be ready for that. I'm I'm really excited. There's no yappy dogs. Be fun. But there is an alligator. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we've got a couple of sad stories. The sad story of a human being separated from his family. Mm-hmm. By the way, no human is illegal. We know that. Okay. We we do know that now. Uh, and they're separating him anyway. And then the poor dog that got eaten by the alligator. So I hope Jeffy's story isn't sad, because I don't know if I can take any more. No, it's not sad. It's just amazing. Okay. Also, uh, Bernie Sanders has a son running for Congress. Has not endorsed him. He hasn't endorsed his own son. What? How weird is that? That's awesome. They, th- they think the thought process is his son's not running a great, great campaign. And Bernie's embarrassed by him, doesn't want to be uh, tainted with his son's loss. <laughs> so he's just leaving him out there to uh, on his own. His own dad. That's rough. Or is, do we know what state he's in? Yeah, he's in uh, Vermont as well? Or no? He's in Vermont, right? Okay. Uh, or New Hampshire. No, he's looking for a New Hampshire congressional seat. Okay. So he's in neighboring New Hampshire. So but they love him in New Hampshire, too. And... 
Bernie's not lifted a finger for his son yet. Wow. His son followed him all over the country when he was running for president. Any reciprocation? Nope. Are you kidding me? Nope. Amazing. Uh, 888-933-93 on this Free Speech Friday. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, some sad stories. Of course, the uh, suicide right after Kate Spade this week, the designer. Uh, now Anthony Bourdain from uh, his show on CNN, which is called Unique Places, something like that. Parts unknown. Parts unknown. That's what it is. Parts unknown. Uh, also committed suicide in France uh, in his hotel room. Really sad. Um, I, I haven't seen anything on what, you know, that he was troubled for a long time or battling depression, but must've been, uh, a big hero with the media though. The media love that guy. The media, uh, he's won every award you could possibly win. Emmys, Grammys, probably Pulitzers. I mean, the guy wins everything because they just, they love him. Um, also, Charles Krauthammer has told colleagues he has just weeks to live due to the return of his cancer. <sighs> yeah, man. Very sad. Yeah. He said up until recently he had thought he'd be able to return to work. Um, but then he described, you know, a long, hard fight with many setbacks that he's had. He said, however, recent tests have revealed that the cancer has returned. No sign of it as recently as a month ago. <sighs> Which means it's aggressive and spreading rapidly. My doctors tell me their best estimate is that I have only a few weeks. Final verdict, my fight is over. <sighs> Sad. He's I been, th- uh, <sighs> you know, a staunch conservative voice for a long time. Cancer touches everyone. Yep. yep. Whether it's you as an individual, someone you love, someone in your family. It is so ubiquitous. It's mm-hmm. very sad. And we gotta, we gotta find a cure. And I keep hearing about these amazing, amazing stories of potential cures that you know are just really close to being used uh, and approved by the FDA. I mean, I've heard everything from they use the AIDS virus. And somehow turn off the active AIDS in it. But AIDS is so powerful that it rewrites cells. Oh, my gosh. And so they inject it into the cancer cells, and it rewrites them and kills them. Seems risky. And apparently that's being tested, I think, right now, uh, experimentally. Then there's a nanobot technology. They inject nanobots into the cancer to kill them. Um, This particular woman just had this story. Judy Perkins. Um, 
is now cancer-free thanks to an experimental treatment that harnessed billions of her own immune cells. So she got breast cancer and had a mastectomy and all her lymph nodes removed, which is gosh, that's radical surgery. And then she went through chemo- chemotherapy and hormonal therapy. All of that failed because the cancer then spread to her chest and liver. And she was told, sorry, you got three months to live. Probably no longer than that. So she heard about an experimental treatment and went to the doctor who performs it. And uh, what they did was extract some of her white cells that fight infection in the, in the body, mm-hmm. grew more of them, and then injected them back into her body. 90 billion of them. 90 billion white cells. And it killed the cancer. She said within 10 days, she could feel the tumor starting to get soft. And uh, within a a very short while, they declared her to be cancer-free. That was two and a half years ago when she had three months to live. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's some amazing treatments. It's just that I would be great if these would come into the mainstream and everybody had access to it and we could eradicate this uh, from our lives. And the more and more government gets their tentacles involved in healthcare, mm-hmm. the less and less chance of miracles like this coming to fruition or on the market. It's true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, if you're wondering... The answer is yes. Your cell phone is listening to you and your conversations, even when you don't think it is. I like this because uh, a journalist kept seeing some weird things. He said uh, he and a friend were sitting at a bar. Their iPhones were in their pockets. They weren't even using them. Oh, boy. And they started talking about how they both had just been to Japan and they'd like to go back. Oh. The very next day, they both received pop-up ads on Facebook about cheap return flights to Tokyo. <laughs> and he thought, okay, that's kind of a weird coincidence. Uh-huh. Huh. Then he kept hearing the same thing from other people. And uh, so he did some investigating. And he, uh, he would have these little conversations uh, with his phone nearby about certain products or apps or whatever. And sure enough, the next day, it would show up. I just put my phone between us. You know what, Pat? I have always wanted to go to Japan. I just heard you talking about it here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my phone was close enough, um, but uh, I, I have always wanted to go to Japan. Have you always wanted to go to Japan? Always wanted to go to Japan. Yeah, huh. what a great trip that would Man, be. We should try to go sometime to now, Japan. I mean, it's pretty expensive, though. I wonder if there's any cheap flights. Yeah, like like huh. what kind of airline flies to Japan, do you think? I don't know. Probably well, an airline that has planes. Uh, so Maybe so. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Pat. All um, right, see you later, Keith. Maybe we can go to Japan sometime. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> so let us know. Yeah. Keep checking back on your Facebook feed and uh-huh. see uh, what comes up there. Because he was actually whispering things to his phone, and he would see it the next day. What? Yeah. Just, I mean, it's incredible. Unreal. There's there's no way around it. They are listening to you all the time, even when you do So just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. 
That's great. Good. <laughs> then don't worry about it. No, there's nothing to see here. Ah, move along. <laughs> uh, Brent in Idaho. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. And hey. Keith. Love the show. You guys are tremendous. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Pat, I uh, recently saw on HBO the uh, latest uh, rock and roll induction ceremony. And um, one thing that they're doing now is they also inducted some individual songs from uh, people that are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, the Twist and uh, Whiter Shade of Pale are two of the ones that I remember. Okay. So if Foreigner never gets in, what Foreigner song would you uh, be content with if just a Foreigner song could get in? <laughs> How sad would that be if just <laughs> one song went in? That's a good question, though. Uh I would think it probably wouldn't be one of my favorites, which would be like Jukebox Hero or Cold as Ice or Urgent, Double Vision. I, I love all those. But it would probably be Waiting for a Girl Like You. Or the other one, I want to know what Love is, I think was their biggest hit ever. So if you're going to put one in, it would probably be their biggest hit. It should probably be I Want to Know What Love Is. Yeah. But it'll never happen because they've got something going on there that – is political, I think. And, yeah, it seems uh, like it. Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, they're super deserving. Appreciate the call, Brent. It's a good question. The Connells will get in. What what Connells song would you like to see entered if it if the Connells themselves don't get in under the, you know, incredible circumstances that somehow they don't get in? Yeah, you got a lot of room to talk over there because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they'll beat Foreigner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, their biggest hits. Uh, the, like Their album Ring was uh, really good, but uh, their two biggest hits, Slack Jawed and 7475. Oh, sure. You sure. ask the question, I'm answering it. They I know. We're huge know. in Europe during that uh, 1993 album uh, tour. So I'm just saying, they, they, they had some success. Uh-huh, oh, yeah. And uh, Ring is the uh-huh. uh, one of the greatest albums of all time, if you'd like to go and check out Connell's Ring. If I, I'd like to, I don't get a commission I'd, for saying Of course that. I'd like to, and maybe your phone will be sending me, or my phone now mm-hmm. is... It's in my bag, so maybe it'll hear me. Send me some Connell songs, because it sounds great, like the Ring hey, album. Now, look, I know you're very <laughs> prolific on the Twitter, right? I mean, you've, you've tweeted. Yes. Just <laughs> let it be known that this man has tweeted. You never know when mm-hmm. he has tweeted mm-hmm. through his account. Yeah. Okay, at Pat Unleashed. Right. Well, I believe it was last night. Along around uh, 5 o'clock Central Time, I thought it was odd. Somebody mm-hmm. said that they checked out the uh, the Cornells. And, um, the Cornells? And then you jumped in to correct them, and, and you wrote, no, it's the Connells, you know. And I thought, how weird that Pat, wherever you are, Pat, with your phone, you uh-huh. tweeted that. Yeah, isn't that that's really unusual? It may have been. And, I, you know, because I do this so yeah, often, I don't even remember doing it. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. It was just last night. Well, I mean... Getting nah, up there gonna in, do? in years, right. you know, and you're starting to forget That's things. That's right. So, so. it's interesting how you corrected him, but thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. <laughs> sure. Uh, happy to help, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I can. 888 <laughs> 900 uh, uh, The president is also doing something interesting at the at the G7 meeting. He's He's supporting Russia's inclusion back into the G7 to make it the G8 again. They got kicked out when, was it when they invaded Ukraine? Wow, I didn't Maybe it was then, because they were part of the G8, if you remember correctly. Yeah, let's look at uh, And I think it was the Ukraine invasion when we kicked them out. And now he's advocating to in, re-include them. Yeah, it happened in 2014, and it's exactly right, uh, when they went to the Crimea. 
I'm not I'm not sure that's the best idea that something he should be pushing right now when you got all this collusion stuff that just won't go away. And I don't think he did collude, but it just makes it look weird, yeah. you know. Yep. Um so Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Tell you about Ridu Zone. This is a great way to help you have the willpower you need to lose weight and keep it off. First of all, if you've gotten to a certain age, middle age, maybe your body just kind of your metabolism slows down. Ridu Zone is a safe, natural, FDA acknowledged supplement containing OEA that actually speeds it back up, so it boosts your metabolism. And it reduces your appetite. Between those two things, it gives you a really good chance to actually be successful at losing weight. So if you've gotten to the point where it's just so frustrating, you don't even want to think about it anymore, just add Riduzone to your effort. And I think it's going to make a huge difference for you. Order yours today at Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. When you enter the promo code PAT, You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Great deal. RidUZone.com. Offer code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. It's time to make it happen. Lose that weight. Keep it off. Feel better. Look better. And just be healthy. RidUZone.com. Offer code PAT to get 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray Unleashed. Returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and Pat Unleashed on Twitter where misbehaved methane <laughs> tweets. That's from the uh, NASA yeah. uh, conference the other day. Big discovery yesterday. Uh, Pat, are you implying that legal citizens should be treated as well as illegal immigrants? So much hate. <laughs> Why do you hate <laughs> these incredible, amazing, perfect people? You forgot hardworking, but you're you're right. You're right. From Florida man, <laughs> Pat should probably be separated from his family for his speeding tickets alone at this point. Get some laser jammers, man. Oh, are those legal? I don't know. I mean, depends on the state, probably. Probably. Huh. Dude named Drake tweets, it's been said before, the left wants to have legalized marijuana, but at the same time condemns smoking, tobacco, and uh, taxes it like crazy. Yeah. And uh, struggling Lumby. I flex sealed these swans together. (laughs) (laughs) I saw this boat in half. Uh, Yeah, because they did seem to be stuck there, right? It must have been a little flex seal glue, perhaps. Uh, Of course, they'd still be stuck if it was flex seal because we've seen just how powerful that stuff is. Maybe that's how the water doesn't, you know, penetrate them. Right. Because they're covered in right. flex seal. Flex seal all over their so. little bodies. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Alan in Oklahoma, you're on the blaze. Uh, yeah, several weeks ago you guys were talking about Facebook spying on you. Yeah. And I called and told you about a conversation I had with my son that I told him that I needed to buy some new crutches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Minutes, a couple minutes later, I sat down in my chair, opened my laptop, 
opened Facebook, and the very first sidebar ad I had on my Facebook was for the very model and brand of crutches that I buy. Good golly. And Jesse, the love smudge, said he didn't believe me. Oh, man. I wanted to say, I told you so. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does happen. It does happen. It's it's virtually been proven at this point. So, uh, yeah, it, your phone is listening to you. Thanks, Ellen. It's it's interesting that we have just ceded all of this stuff to companies, corporations. If it was the government that was listening to us all the time, I think we'd have somewhat of, somewhat of a problem with it. But we don't care if it's a corporation. If Facebook is listening to me, whatever. Google is listening, whatever. Mm-hmm. What if they're ever in league with the government? What if they turn over all this stuff to the government? They get a lot of special meetings mm-hmm. up there. Uh, Boy, they sure do. They did during those eight years of Obama. Yeah. Well, I can't personally, I cannot wait until you and I get to go see Japan for the first time. <laughs> when are we going to do that anyway? I don't know. You know, we'll just have to wait and see if we have any, if there's any special prices on huh. On airfare, I doubt to Japan. they ever reduce the price. I mean, it's a yeah, probably trip to not Japan. too popular a destination mm. for that there to was an ever be reduced in price. Hmm. All right, well, I'll let you know if okay. I ever find any kind of uh, you know cheap deals or something like that on. Sounds good, Keith. Airline tickets to Japan. I can't imagine that would happen, but that sounds good. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Japan, 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 Japan. Almost sound like the Cory Gardner ad at this point. Hey. They're all out. They're all out. Did you out. try the corner market? <laughs> of course. Grocery of course. store? Sold out. Sold drug out. Drug store? Come on. So Stupid. everyone sold out Idiot. of condoms. Of course I tried the drug. What are you, a moron? You woman? Okay. Idiot. Uh, hmm. Huh. How did this happen? Corey Gardner, Gardner banned birth, birth control. control. And now it's and all now, on us guys. All on us guys. And you guys. can't find a condom anywhere. Can't find one. And the pill was just the start. Yeah. The Pell Grants my little brother was counting on for college. Yeah. Corey cut them. Oh, oh, man. Climate change that everyone knows is weirding our weather. It's weirding our weather. <laughs> That's a science term, by the Don't way. Don't you say that every day? How weird is our weather? I wow, it. is it weird? It's weirding. Uh. Corey flat out denies it. He flat out sweet denies pea. it. Sweet, Corey sweet pea denies science. <laughs> he denies science, sweet, sweet pea. pea. Sweet pea. <laughs> so ridiculous. I, I do miss that ad, though. What was it, 2014 when Gardner was elected? I believe so. Yeah. So he's already been there for four years, and still we have not actually banned birth control. Strange. Huh. He's got to work harder. <laughs> right? Got to work harder. Uh, interesting survey from <clears throat> on President Trump's overall job rating. It's holding steady, and <clears throat> it's really kind of kept steady by his uh, approval rating for the economy. 45% of voters approve of the president's performance. <clears throat> 51% disapprove. So he's still 6% underwater. Mm. It was 44 to 53 in April. So it's a little bit better now. His highest approval, 48%, came in February of uh, 2017, soon after taking office. You get that little honeymoon period. Where people are like, okay, let's wait and see. Let's give him a shot. Hmm. Uh, the president gets negative ratings for his handling of immigration. 43% approve. 52% disapprove. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I wonder if, is that conservatives wanting him to do more? Or is that liberals who think he's done too much? Or maybe a combination of the two. And that's why he's underwater on that. 
Foreign policy, 42% approve, 49% disapprove. International trade, 41 to 49. Oh, yeah. Well, let's update that after these tariffs settle in. Right. Yeah, that could get ugly. Um, on the economy, though, 52% approved, 41 disapproved. So he's 11% over on that. For that's, now. That's great. For Again, now. until these tariffs settle in. I, yeah, I'm concerned about that, too. I'm hoping it's, you know, I'm hoping it's just part of the negotiation thing. Because he knows they need us. And yeah. maybe he, this is just to bend them to his will. I don't know. I discovered this morning, I was reading this article, and ironically, like, Five minutes after I posted this article, Trump tweeted the exact same thing. Um, Canada, and no, I'm not saying that the two are related, no. But Canada has a 270% tariff on milk? On on U.S. On, milk? On, they, 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 they allow a 270% tariff. I mean, that's not right. I mean, what? So there, yes. Yeah, I got to show you this, man. I should have printed that up. What a bad producer. Anyway, no kidding. Right. Yeah, yeah so, you would think that would be a story that we'd have, uh, but uh, it might be over there actually. Somewhere, not. I think it's over there somewhere. Yeah, it does. Know. Well, at least that's what Trump tweeted. Is that yeah. accurate, though? Yeah, I read this article. Um, I really want to find it to be specific because it actually talked about the whole dairy thing. Like, apparently, the dairy industry in America it gets uh, shortchanged in Canada, and this is from the Globe mm. Mail uh, newspaper uh, out of Canada. Canada, he, he, tr- Trump tweeted out uh, today. Canada charges the U.S. Mm-hmm. a 270% tariff on dairy products. Yeah. They didn't tell you that, did they? <laughs> Not fair to our farmers! Exclamation point. Okay, enough with the exclamation mark. <laughs> I can't take it. He's no, right, though. That's I mean, that sucks. Yeah, so that's the opening line, that's actually, incredible. from this uh, story out of the Globe and Mail in Canada. Canada has long maintained a high tariff uh, wall on most dairy products. The duty on milk is 270%. This keeps most huh. imports from the United States and elsewhere out of Canada while helping to prop up higher domestic prices. This article goes on to say how there used to be, uh, in recent years, there was hmm. 40,000 dairy farms in Canada. Now their tariff is protecting 12,000. Fewer than 12,000 um, uh, dairy farms left in Canada. So anyhow, and so this very small group hmm. is being protected up in Canada. How many dairy farms are there left in America, I wonder? Mm. Let's just look that one up. Okay. Uh, dairy farms in mm-hmm. America. Because uh, I, I, think, I think ours have decreased a lot, too. Uh, you know, we used to be all dairy farms at one point. Hmm. Virtually all dairy farms, but we're not anymore. Let's see. Um, as here's an article that talks about as big milk moves in, <laughs> big milk family yes. family owned U.S. dairy farms rapidly fold. I hate big milk. If there's anybody who is ruining this country, uh-huh. it's big milk. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You know who else hates that is is uh, is Jeffy because he's a big fan of milk. And um, <laughs> that's true. So, you know, uh, go good with this milk. Milk. All right. Uh, you have 8,500 dairy farms uh, in America. That's less than so, Canada. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Huh. How about that? All right. Well, I guess there are more agriculture than, than we are because we actually have people in this country. When are we invading? We sort of don't. Have we scheduled that yet? Haven't scheduled it yet, but it's, it's on the agenda Cause, to cause, schedule. Because, I mean, we need to more than double the dairy farms in America. Let's yeah. just take over Canada. And we need to put a stop to the 270% tariff they're putting on our milk. Yeah, that's, that's uncool. 
That is totally uncool. I mean, we are supposed to be friends and neighbors, right? We're supposed to be uh, big time trading partners, and we are. It's our they're our number one trading partner. So that is unconscionable. Now I'm not for tariffs. I'm for free trade, but that does suck that they're imposing it. I that's the first I've ever heard of a 270 percent tariff on milk. I. I, how do you allow that to continue? And if you had a good producer, he could have briefed you on that before today's show started. Right. But unfortunately, yeah. you do not. He could have also seen how long that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and have we ever tried to retaliate on Canada in the past? Yeah. And what has been the outcome? I you know? mean, seriously. Your producer. A good producer just... would have you know, done a little bit of <laughs> and, research into maybe, that. Maybe, but... maybe a good producer would have sucked less. Yeah. But... Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Jeffy coming up to chew the fat mm. next. Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. Time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Uh, so let's do that. Happy Friday. I told you yesterday about a man that uh, got sent back to prison, uh, Matthew Charles. And if uh-huh. uh, President Trump needs to uh, go ahead and just give this guy special dispensation. Matthew Charles, released from prison in 2016. Uh, Due to a sentence reduction, he spent almost half his life behind bars. But a federal court uh, ruled, uh, look, we know you've been out since 2016. Eh, We shouldn't have released you. Go back. And um, Too uh, bad. uh, Is it? I mean. He'd already served 21 years before his sentence was cut short as a result of the Obama administration crack guideline changes. And uh, because he was uh, considered a career offender, uh, the... Law did not apply to him, and that's what the U.S. Attorney's Office used to say mm, he should not have been released. Send him back. No, but uh, since his release, he's held a steady job, volunteers every Saturday, reconnected with his family, started a serious relationship. His rehabilitation actually started in prison when he started doing uh, teaching prisoners uh, how to read and how to write and get their GED. Good for him. Uh, never had any problems in prison whatsoever. He knows that he was a bad guy when he was sent to prison. Uh, he said that the judge uh, said that uh, he uh, should be off the streets, and he agreed. But he's just, uh, he's once he was free, he was happy to be uh, free. And now they're making him go back. He's already this. back in prison. I know. This he had to get rid of mm-hmm. uh, all his ties, all his... All this time, he had an apartment, car, a job, 
made some new friends, had a girlfriend. And what he's worried about now is that, you know, in another 10 years, go back for another 10 years, uh, that he'll be, you know, those 10 years are going to take its toll uh, on his health, obviously, on his age. He won't be able mm-hmm. to just get out and, you know, come right back into the workforce uh, when they, when they release him. In his 50s. Mm. Um, he is, uh, he said, I still believe in, uh, that God is in charge. Uh, he hasn't revealed to me what he's doing yet, but, you know, I still remain with him. And, uh, one of the things that's nice things about him when they released him, uh, he had, uh, photos that, uh, they were supposed to return to him and the government sent him a letter saying, you know what? We lost him. Sorry. So he's got all these new photos. He's got, uh, other things started with the new life. And um, he's just, I just think that uh, this is a case of uh, how about uh, we let this guy. I mean, he yeah. proved. Sorry, government, you screwed up. He proved that uh, the rehab had worked because when he went in prison, he was, you know, a bad guy. He, he served in the military for us. He went in the military because he had such a, he wanted to get out of his neighborhood and away from his parents and away from his family. When he came back home from the military, he said he was just like, back at ground zero all over again. So he was a bad guy. He was selling crack. He was doing bad things. And uh, prison woke him up. Mm. Woke him up. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was nice of the government, though, he's uh, in um, uh, Nashville, and they were... So they said they were going to put him in uh, a jail in Kentucky. Yeah, you know what? We're going to send you to a medium security facility in South Carolina. We know that's you know nine hours from all the people that you've reconnected with in Nashville and everything, but tough. Get over it. We're not going to send you to a prison close to where you've reconnected with people. And I just kind of think we've treated this guy yeah. kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been, you know, look, he was a bad guy, yes, but uh, it appears by all accounts that – once he was rehabbed in prison and then we let him go and he sets up a new life and friends and, and becomes a, a, a good God fearing serving man on the street. And we're just going to kick him in the rear again. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. Was this a federal, uh, prison situation? Yeah. yeah so, uh, I wonder if there's anybody that could do anything about that, maybe on a pardon level or something, just anybody come to mind that might be able to intervene here. Uh, first person that I, the only person I can think of is maybe Kim Kardashian. There you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know, maybe Kardashian can uh, flaunt it up again. Supposedly Trump is considering thousands of pardons. Huh, so good. maybe he'll be one of them. Good. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali is one of them. Yeah, yeah, Muhammad Ali is one of them. Oh, I bet he does Muhammad. Probably. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. now, does Muhammad deserve that? Uh, Ask uh, Joe Frazier about that. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I would say, you know, as, as much of a fan as I am of uh, Cassius Clay and Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that he actually deserves that. So we'll see. Um if you've lived in Florida before and, and spent any time in Florida, you know that uh, gators are a big part of your life. <laughs> and uh, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I've said before, uh, one of my favorite uh, places to go in Florida is a place called Gatorland. Um, it's tremendous amount of fun. You get to feed the gators hot dogs, and they have gators jumping off the bottom of this little pond, grabbing chickens out of guys' hands. It's huge fun. But uh, every once in a while, uh, no matter where you live, you find gators in a pools and backyards and little ponds. And they either call, you know, you call uh, the gator trapper or the Florida Fish and Wildlife. 
and they come out and they they grab him and they throw him in the back of a truck and they haul him off. Once in a while, <laughs> uh, the Florida Fish and Wildlife and the local police departments get a little too lackadaisical. A little too lackadaisical while they're capturing their Uh-oh. gator. As you can tell with this video, as they, they're grabbing the gator and they've decided, yeah, we've already got it. We're just going to throw him in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, the gator says, you know what? No. Uh, no. Oh, no. I know. I know. And it's actually. Uh-oh. This is a job that I will never do when I get And this is what happens in Florida neighborhoods, too. They travel and they throw them out of the truck. Oh, boom. Oh. He cold. Look at that guy on the back. Dings him in the side of the face. This guy's knocked out. Out. Knocked out cold. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> was that his tail that he hit him with? No, it was his, it was his, his jaw. jaw. Yeah. His jaw to his head. Gosh. I know. Oh, here and we go. Boom. Oh. Wow. Oh, I know. Sunglasses it went flying. It makes you think just how strong and fast Ooh-wee. they are. That's and something. You, I mean, that was, and again, there was another gator in the back of that pickup truck. Uh-huh. This guy's already picked him up. Uh-huh. You know, he's he's already, he's done it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Just get a little lackadaisical. You're throwing it up in the back of the truck and, you know, you get that one gator that's like, you know what? No, not me. Mm-hmm. Cold <laughs> uh, cocked him. Well, I mean, out. Yeah. Now, according to, you know, reports, he's fine. Oh, yeah. good. Uh, you know, I think that's kind of Russian dash camish. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. As that video think, keeps playing, like you do see his arm move. Yeah, a little I, bit. that doesn't mean you're okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Russian you dash camish. I mean, I think you can still you can still move your arm when your jaw's broken in 18 oh, different places. Oh gosh, that was brutal. <laughs> you aren't lying. Oh. Now, uh, someone uh, sent this on Twitter, and they tagged Keith, and apparently Keith has told uh, Warren people not to uh, send him uh, pictures, certain pictures mm. on, oh, really? on the We're Twitters. Doing this? We're doing this? Uh, about spiders. Okay, here we go. Uh, and oh, I, so, wonder, I appreciate you for making that uh, But I, but, no, I, pre- I just want, I want, I want you to be clear. Yeah, I, will, I want you to state your rule. Okay, clearly. I will absolutely. If, if there is some picture of a spider, gratuitously I'm tagged in. You know what? Not gratuitously. At this point, no. If if there is a picture of a spider and you tag me in it, I am muting you. End of story. And there we go. The internet loves a challenge, and here we go. Sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's happened before when I said this on Doc yeah, Show. Are you getting anybody on your timeline? No, I've muted everyone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why am I so, only seeing Anyway, in Elkhart, story. Indiana, uh, one of the things that they tagged... Uh, Hangry Keith in. Uh, an employee at the Godfrey uh, Marine uh, picked up, uh, found a spider uh, at work. Mm-hmm. And it's this, and I just want to be clear about something, all right? This is go. a six inch spider. I don't need to see this. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's called a, a fishing spider. Mm. And because of those long, wide open legs, it can walk on water. All right. Now, according to this story, they are relatively harmless doesn't say harmless relatively harmless now one of the things that really ticks me off about this entire story and that's fine they were joking around with keith with the spider and these people found this spider and they took a picture and they posted it on social media but then in the story it talks about oh we took photos of the impressive specimen and then we released it back into the wild i want these people arrested I want these people jailed, 
held for crimes against humanity. Yeah, for taking a picture of a spider. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For taking, <laughs> I don't even care about the picture. Mm-hmm. It needs, that spider does not need to go back. Uh, that spider needed to be eradicated from the planet. Uh-huh. I'm glad we're on the people, same page now. Those right. people, I'm not on the same page with you with the pictures, though. Pictures are funny. But the spider absolutely should have been killed. No question. Enough. Belmont Stakes tomorrow. Justify going for the Triple Crown. Number 13. Mm. I don't know, man. I think he makes it. No problem. Is it raining? Because he does good in the mud. Well, he's done okay in the mud. It might throw him off of his dry. You're right. (laughs) Um, There's a couple of things with with the Belmont. Is that it's a lot. It's longer. Longer. And it'll be dry this time. Yeah. Is it? Really? And I'm uh, just gonna look up the weather. Yeah, Are we sure? Okay. I think so. I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be dry this time. Okay. Um, and there was a big expose on George Soros. Did you see that this week? I saw it, but I couldn't bring myself to. I of all myself. the things the media can look into, I know I, they look into his secret drink. ownership of Justify. Of he's got a 15 percent stake in Justify. He's a billionaire. This is Why what they care you? about. Yeah. Yeah, he's a out of Why all wouldn't the things he? you could look at, and it's not even him; it's a group of his employees oh at the Soros Fund. I, that's why I didn't read it. Thank you. Anyway. It's I'm so glad, I'm glad you ridiculous. did. Ridiculous! Look at this. It's like I don't know ten. Uh, yeah, pages. it was a big story. It was a humongous story. It's a it's a seven or eight nine page story. That is agonizing on their involvement with Justify. I don't <laughs> feel, come on. I don't feel bad about not clicking on the story. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's insanity. Uh, I just, you, you, you don't look at his, you know, anybody who says that George Soros, uh, was complicit with the Nazis is, uh, That's a lie. anti-Semitic there. Yeah. You, you know, you're making up fa- fake news. How dare you say um, that? Well, he, the guy did he, cooperate with Nazis. He said it himself. Yeah. Not only There's that, video footage. Not only that, but he, uh, he said he, it's never caused him. Any problems? Any ill will? He never thought twice about never it. Never thought twice Nothing. about it. Didn't care. No. Yeah, but guys, but guys, guys, he might have some sort of connection to this horse. Right. Yeah. The right. Exactly. Well, he does. I mean, uh, he, right. he has employees, employees that own a fifteen percent stake in it. Wow. We can't let this stand. I we mean, can't. <laughs> they finally nailed him on something. I mean, this world. Sucks. Can you believe that this? Is this world. Sucks. I mean, the the economies he's ruined, including uh, Great Britain's for a time. Uh, Hungary, he's he's been banned from going to Hungary because they hate him so much. Look at that. Because what he's done to their economy. The guys are, wow. And and this is what they do the big deep dive. So into. if you're gonna if you're rooting against uh, the employees of uh, George Soros, <laughs> yeah, uh, six thirty seven Eastern on NBC <laughs> Sports. I'm not rooting against because they only have a fifteen percent stake in it, and it's and they said it's mostly the siring. It's less the racing than it is the the afterward, where he gets to go oh, right. out to stud. Yeah, they want, yeah. Oh, that's, oh my gosh, that's lucrative. I mean, even if he doesn't win the triple crown, he's still taking care of some business. American Pharaoh, I think, uh, earned. I think it was thirty five million. I bet in stud fees. I mean, uh, my man, so. my, my horse secretariat took care of some business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt about <laughs> yeah, that. You were talking about a living large horse, man. Yeah, that, that horse horses, had a good time afterwards. The, all those horses do. Yeah. I mean, they they have a good life. Yeah. They just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they I, do, man. Am I remembering this correctly? Did Secretariat 
was he the father or grandfather or something of like Seattle Slough? I feel like that's right, but I, I don't I don't know that for a fact. I, I think so. Uh, yeah, and so that's just I mean, the one. bloodline is there, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, mm-hmm. powerful. Also uh, going on uh, tomorrow is the uh, New Orleans uh, Naked Bike Ride 2018. Uh, so we'll be able to see some footage of that uh, no, uh, this we weekend do uh, downtown no. New Orleans, uh, the World mm-hmm. Naked Bike Ride in NOLA. Should be fun. No, uh, it should be all kinds of fun. I I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Uh, I'm going to try though. If the dress code is bare as you dare. Okay. Try to be down there as much as I can. <laughs> but I would be. The thing is, is that I'm either going to go to New Orleans uh-huh. for the naked bike ride, or, or... <clears throat> I'm going to go uh, go up to uh, the north, the northwest, and they're going to have their uh, lard butt one k. Huh? The uh, traditional. Oh, that sounds like more of your cup of tea. <laughs> uh, Seattle's a third annual lard butt one k. Is set for uh, tomorrow as well. So hard to choose, and uh, it is hard to choose. That's what I mean. One I don't know. Hard, hard to. <laughs> Not sure which. Uh, I, got, I, I'm, I do a, to choose. I do a point one k. Which is that the distance between the front door here at Mercury Studios to your car? About that. Yeah. About yeah, that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I don't I run. It. I mean, I just like race walk. <laughs> race. And then in September, see, this is this is tough. Then we have those because in September we have the. Uh, and then I put, but just let me finish. Uh, okay. If you would, because well, uh, I, I proudly... Are you going to tell your entire exercise routine? Yeah, I proudly put one of those pretentious point one stickers on the back of my car. <laughs> I want one of those now. You know, the 13.1, 26.2, I got a point one. Yeah, point one. <laughs> those would be so true. Awesome. That would be fun. We got to do that. Yes, we do. We have to do that. That would point be... Zero one. I, I might actually put that on my car. I want one of those. That was outstanding. Yeah. I would even just... Even just just an in-your-face to all the pretentious people. I'm running marathons yes. and half marathons. Uh, it's wonderful. That's <laughs> if you did this bike race naked, is there going to be video footage of you? Oh, I'm that? sure they filmed that all, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you seen, I mean, if you can, if you look at uh, some of the footage from the other world bike, naked bike days uh, mm-hmm. going on around the country and around the world, there's plenty of footage. No, I'm talking about of you. Doing this bike race. Some of the people, uh, if I if I do make it, there'll be footage. Yeah, okay. Jennifer not, in the other room hide. says they'll they'll blur it out if you bring us some footage. I mean, why would you blur it out? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Out? If I'm riding naked on a bike, I'm not ashamed. That's going to be a Blaze Radio day for the audience instead of Blaze I mean, TV. Remember the fun days when we had the Jeffy Cam that blurred out your face? <laughs> We'd certainly blur out the rest of your body. Those were good times. <laughs> were they? Yeah, they were funny. Because I know you funny, said right? remember the good. Right. Those those were good times. Wouldn't, wouldn't need to use quite as big of a blur this time either. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, we were talking a little earlier about uh, Hollywood and, uh, and uh, TV land not coming up with uh, original ideas. Um, it was announced uh, earlier this week that uh, Reese Witherspoon is going to be reprising the legally blonde role again. They're oh coming gosh. back with legally blonde. Really? Three. Now, because everybody's been clamoring for that. Oh my gosh, haven't they? Reese is forty-two now, and she announced it on her Instagram, and uh, she gave you the uh, she gave you a little bit of the legally blonde look. If you're uh, watching on Blaze Television, you see Reese at uh, forty-two in the pool. Uh, you know, I might be willing to watch three. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I mean, I was oh, for I was forced to watch one and two uh-huh. uh, in my life. So uh, I'm I'm willing mm-hmm. to catch three, and also mm-hmm. uh, there's a documentary coming out. Uh, 
July 16th, an HBO documentary that I watched the trailer for last night. I about cried. And it's, it still hurts. It's a documentary on uh, Robin Williams. And oh. It's called Come Inside My Mind. Mm. And it's a couple minutes long. And I want to play it for you. But I'm telling you, it is looks really good. And it also is still still hurts. Mm-hmm. And especially we've had a couple of... A uh, couple of suicides in this past week mm-hmm. that uh, brought Robin Williams back to mind, and then I see this—the ad for the trailer for the HBO documentary—and it just, yeah, oh, it brought it all back. But it's really good, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to enter the human mind. Stand up is survival. For me, that's jazz. That's what I have to do. <laughs> Robin was like nothing I'd ever seen. He stood out in a way that nobody else did. I don't tell jokes. I just use characters as a vehicle for me. Esmeralda, why do you only visit me on certain days? On stage, he was the master. If you look at a platypus, I think you might think that God might be strong. The God's up there in heaven going, okay, let's take a beaver. Let's put on a duck's bill, okay? He was really comfortable on stage. Off stage, I just felt he was holding himself together. Early in life, did you have a fear of abandonment? Oh, yeah. It's a primal fear for any child, and it dictates a lot of how you deal with life. He was always looking for a connection. It was a need to communicate and be funny. Every person is driven by some deep, 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 deep secret. Robin was doing drugs. There was fear sometimes to run away from it all, sometimes to run into it all. There you are, you become a reformed alcoholic. You've got a steaming glass of Perrier going, I feel so much better about myself. My father didn't always feel he was succeeding, but he is the most successful person I know. He made all the people laugh and laugh and laugh. Call me, leaving messages on my phone. It's, it's Robin. I'm giving you love. Bye. It's a tie with three people. Yeah. Pretty much said F- you, Robin. Come on now. You only give him a little spark of madness. If you sad. lose that, don't know. Really sad. Looks great though. I uh, sure does. Looks great. Well, summer's here, and uh, so are our patriotic celebrations. On the 14th, it's Flag Day, and then, of course, 4th of July we've got coming up just around the corner. No better time than right now to get a new quality flag for summer. Check out our friends and their inventory of flags at collinsflags.com. Family-owned and operated business since 2001. They offer the highest quality American flags, state flags, military flags. Your favorite sports seem to have absolutely any flag you could possibly want. It's a great American Midwestern company with Midwestern values, and we are proud to have them as a sponsor. CollinsFlags.com. Right now, special offer for Blaze listeners only. If you use the pro- promo code Blaze, you'll get 15% off the uh, normally low price. That's promo code Blaze to get 15% off your order plus free shipping over $75. CollinsFlags.com, 800-950-4061 or CollinsFlags.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network.
Gray is here. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from Chippy, Pat, will you agree to eat your underwear if it's found out that Melania is not selling facial cream? Hmm. How confident <laughs> are you in your little theories? Pretty confident, but uh, but no, it's, no, I don't think I'll go on that limb. But I'm pretty darn sure she's selling facial cream I right mean, now. What else is she going to do? I know. You she's, know what I mean? Just hanging out at the White House? Oh, come on. Uh, Brent out of shape says, Trump better be careful congratulating the Capitals on their Stanley Cup win. Their captain is a Russian. Oh. Uh, oh. That, that's more almost collusion. not a joke. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. From Rocky with an I. What I fail to understand is why is it that the LGBT community thinks that Trump is against them? He's never said anything against them. Not one thing. I don't know. Th- I don't think he has. Nope. They, they've been protesting him since from the, act, beginning. From the actual day one. Yes, literally, it's, it's agonizing. Literally, inauguration that first day. Weekend, that it. first weekend, they had that was the pink, the pink hat weekend with all the women showing up, hollering and yelling and moaning. And make any sense at anything. all? Makes absolutely no sense. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple A 933-93 and at Pat Unleashed. Uh, this tweet from GD Chapel. Uh, we sell milk in gallons. So we were talking about the fact that Canada imposes a 270% tariff on American milk that comes right. across the border. It's ridiculous. Uh, so GD Chapel says we sell milk in gallons here and in Canada and Canada uses the metric system scientists involved for the conversions is the reason for the high milk tariffs <laughs> yeah, you know, they don't, well, there, you can't, there's no way to tell way to yeah. tell I mean if <laughs> you want you don't want gallons you want liters I no I sorry there's no way to tell what that is we don't know there's no way uh, that's why it's so they've imposed <clears throat> these tariffs that's why yeah right uh, David Lynch says, when I lived in Bellingham, Washington five years ago, the local Costco sold more milk than any Costco in the country because of the Canadians who came across the border to go. buy the milk. Yeah. Uh, so they're still buying from our dairy farmers. They're still doing well. Yeah. A little along the border. I wonder what the cost is in Canada. Maybe somebody can tell us. Uh, what do you pay for a gallon of milk? Well, you wouldn't have a gallon, would you? So we could. There's, no there's no way, way to tell. <laughs> No way to tell if it's more expensive or not. Right, we don't know. (laughs) It's the unsolvable problem. You can't solve it. There's just no way. I bet you, you know, speaking of Canada, though, I just watched a picture of Donald Trump at the G7. Mm -hmm. And I know you were talking about it earlier, how he jumped ahead of uh, Mr. Mr. Prime Minister. It was so good. (laughs) But they just showed a picture of him wandering by himself. I bet he leaves early. Hmm. I bet he he does, too, yeah. I'm done with you people. Yeah. We're out of here. Mm -hmm. You you know what? When you come up with something, let me know. Mm -hmm. I got work to do. But he leaves early. Wouldn't surprise me. I would love it. But you're right. I don't think he wanted to go in the first place. Right. Everybody's ganging up. up on him. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Lori in Washington, you're on the blaze. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, Jeffy, I just wanted to let you know, in order uh, for me to start my health challenge, I am going to the lard butt 1K tomorrow. Nice. So if you wanted to come up here. <laughs> well, congratulations for getting started. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, they have a beer garden at the beginning 
donuts every 250 meters. I have no idea what that is in real right. measurement. And then there's a beer garden at the end. But I know I, I will walk 0.62 miles, and I will be drunk when I start, and I'm going to have to take an Uber home. <laughs> sounds fun. Listen, listen, you have to start exercising <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, right. Some place. That's right. Exactly. And there, That's you right. might as well do it here. Might as well do it with donuts and beer. <laughs> Hello. Thanks, Lori. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, we but I mean, if it's every 250 lot. meters, that could be like 25 miles. I don't know. It might even be longer. We is don't it, know. Is it 1,000 miles? Is it every five inches? I don't know. There's no way to no know. No way to know. Right? No way to know. Possible. Um, the snowflakiness of our university system just continues. Oh, no. uh, this is such a ridiculous story. As part of its code of conduct, uh, the University of West Alabama and their cyber bullying and cyber harassment policy. And by the way, nobody wants to be bullied in any way. I don't want anybody bullied on the Internet Ever. or in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they define oh. their harassment uh, policy as conduct that disrupts the educational environment of the university. And they have now banned all harsh texts. <laughs> All harsh text messages have been banned at the University of West Alabama. So when you go there, do they give you an app? So like if they decide that it's a harsh text, your phone blows up? Or something? I don't. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure. You're probably kicked out of school, I would imagine. It's suspended. Now, what is too harsh and who decides? Mm-hmm. If you send a, a text in all caps. Oh, my gosh. And I've yelled at you. Is that too harsh? Oh, my gosh. If I send you a frowny face, is that too harsh? Oh, maybe. No, well, not just one. If it's but what if it's multiple like five frowny, faces. frowny yeah. faces? If you actually type um, G R R R Gur, yeah, then I'll too oh. harsh. Yeah, that's not cool. too Ugh harsh. With more than one G. Yeah. L M. Wait. Uh, <laughs> laughed my L M F O would be too harsh because that contains the F word, right? Oh, that would be L M F O. I can see oh, that. Can, yeah. No, yeah. I can't have the can't F word being that. represented I mean, there. That is. Uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Ridiculous. <laughs> Insanity. It's just more of the uh, sissifying of our millennials, of our school system. How big is the campus of West Alabama? How big is what they got? A couple thousand? I don't know. I'll find out. Look up uh, the... I bet uh, they probably, probably 10,000 maybe tops. Enrollment of West Alabama. I mean, that's a, it can't be that big a campus. Uh, right. Boy, they've got less than 5,000 undergraduates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, that, I mean, they're, that's a stretch. Mm-hmm. The school speech policy garnered the lowest possible rating from the campus civil rights advocacy group, the Foundation for Individual Rights and in Education. They should look at more than just West Alabama, though, because all uh, of these schools yes. are doing it from Harvard to Yale to Stanford. Oh, we have yeah. a story on this almost every day, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. It's just it's ludicrous. I mean, we started with the safe spaces. We laughed and joked around and said, are you kidding me with safe spaces? And then we get stories yep. of the, the crying rooms and the safe space rooms, the quiet rooms. And uh, why not go to this? It was the University of Utah, wasn't it? With the yeah. crying room. The closet. Yeah. They had a crying closet or a yeah. crying box or yeah. a crying for final, space. For finals week. Yes. Yeah. So pathetic. Oh, good gosh. And then they got the nerve to just troll on BYU sites and <laughs> toss out harsh <laughs> things. <laughs> Could that be proven? Yes, it can. I mean, can that be proven, or is that just an accusation? I will tell you this. With every single story I see on BYU, and I read them all, when you scroll down (laughs) to the comments... Oh, no. Why do you do it? Almost in every single case, the first one is from somebody from some Ute fan. 
It's just like, oh, that's really, really? I mean, I don't click on any of your stories. Why is that all you do all day? <laughs> that is, it's, uh, it's pathetic. That's exactly it's that's pathetic. their job. Yeah, it is their job. That's their job. That's a good gig. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a good gig if and, you can get it. And it's working. It's got you riled up every time. Off every Scroll time. down. I mean, it just makes me think, what, what is the matter with you? Right. Really? I mean, what? Is there something wrong with you? If that's what you're, instead of, you know, looking for stories of your own team, Instead of enjoying the stories of your own team, instead of rooting for your own team, what are you coming here to root against us for? You know? Just it to just, prove how much they hate. Bastards. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. rivalry right there. Also, I can't believe you didn't have the story, Jeffy. A Birmingham woman armed with a promise tried to rob a Forestdale bank on Wednesday morning. Armed with a promise? Yeah, here's here's what she's. It's hit. tough to hey, listen, it's tough to rob a bank these days. You got to be, yes, you got to think out of the box, right? And so she she tried something a little bit different. Uh, deputies arrived on the scene quickly, found the suspect still inside the bank. She was taken into custody, but what she did was she went up to the uh, bank teller <laughs> and she passed a note to the manager demanding six thousand dollars from the vault. The note read. If the manager complies and brings her the six thousand bucks, mm-hmm. he'd be re- rewarded with a sexual favor. <laughs> <laughs> so if the manager brings me six thousand dollars, I'm going to do something for you right. sexually. If you refused, she was going to claim that he sexually assaulted her. <laughs> Pretty interesting that's, way of robbing that a bank. Is. How much money did she get? Zero dollars. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, we'll, we'll they weren't interested that. in the. You know, you got to be a pretty hot-looking woman in order to pull this one off. Well, for six and grand, I don't know if she. You got to be pretty hot for six grand. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, I mean, yeah, you do. I'm saying, you know, if she, there's a there's a there's a, a limit mm-hmm. to the amount of funds that men are willing to pay. Right, and yeah, uh, for six grand, that's a little pricey, right? Uh, at, in front of a bank teller, uh-huh. yeah, a little that's pricey. A little pricey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, though. Uh, it's I mean, interesting. I would, think, I would think that if you're going to do that, if this were just, if she would have consulted me, mm-hmm. you would, I, I would, would you have amended this a little bit? I would. Yeah. I would have her go in and and talk to the manager as a, another. She want you know. I want to talk to the manager about a loan. Okay. Uh, and about get the a, manager about a loan. Deal. Yeah, and then you could claim yes assault or whatever. I mean, do we know what she looked like? I didn't. Well, at that point, there if you no get him alone, it doesn't matter, right? Because if you get him mm-hmm. alone, it's. I need the six grand, and if you give me the six grand, I'll take care of a little business with you. <laughs> and I'm out of here, or otherwise I'm gonna I'm gonna complain that I'm gonna start hollering rape, right? Yeah, right then. Yes. So, but over when you start using the tellers and stuff, that you get other people involved, right. and the teller even says, "Ooh, six grand for you." She should have talked to you first. Right now, she should have talked yeah. to you first. So, those of you thinking about attempting to rob a bank, <laughs> come to Jeffy first. Cause... I mean, I'm here to help. Uh, I know you I'm are here to help. You are a helper, and I, I think we've established that uh, pretty solidly over the years. I, you know, another thing I want to maybe revisit the bullying thing. I know we've talked about that in the past. Yeah, yeah, the cyberbullying. Uh, any bullying? Did you say that you were against all bullying? I'm I believe, against I bullying. That was the yes. I'm against all cyberbullying or bullying in person. Okay, I just want to clear that up. That's all. No, I want to make sure I heard you properly. That's yeah, all. did I not make that perfectly right. clear? I don't understand. Well, you have now. You I don't understand what you're... Why are you dwelling on I don't understand yeah. where this is coming from, man. What are we going back to that for? I, well, I've just, already... I just wanted to make sure that I heard you properly. That's yes. all. 
Yes. Yeah, you did. Okay. Do you have a name, for the, have a name for the pig yet? No bullying. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Jeffy the pig. Oh, it's okay. Jeffy. Oh, that's Jeffy right. The pig. Oh, I okay. forgot. Right? I just wanted so. yeah, I just wanted I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, are you getting at something? Because it feels like this is kind of loaded, Yeah, it man. does, doesn't it? It feels no, like you're it setting up. something up. Sure. But no, 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 no. I don't know what. No, 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 no. I don't know why you'd be asking about believe, the pig I mean, you've, and you've, bullying. You've, you've, and... Read, you've read social media accounts uh, uh, talking about uh, you're calling me names. Okay. What? Yeah, I, you've read uh, this, so, this, this a particular of episode of, of the Pat Gray Unleashed hmm. program. This is the first I've heard of this. Right? What is your deal? Are you as confused as I, I am, don't King? Okay. I, don't even know I, I don't even know where this uh, is coming That's from. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you little poser. <laughs> this is the greatest thing in the world that's ever happened to you. Yeah, it is. You bully yourself more than anybody uh, would ever think to bully you. You, what? you bring it. If we don't bring it up, you do. Mm-hmm. So by don't, trying to don't give me that bring it to an end. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're so picked on. It's sad. It's sad, really. Thank you. All right. I'm well, glad thank someone you. recognized it. Thank you for uh, coming in, and that uh, that concludes chewing the fat with Jeffy. It's interesting too that we use elephant walk. Uh, as the music to uh, introduce him. Can somebody... Uh, okay, Twitter, okay? Uh, we got to use the hashtag. Put that in your pipe. If you have any pig-themed songs that you know of, that might be useful. All right. <laughs> Joined now by Brad Staggs. And hey, I Brad. Did, oh, that's right. <clears throat> I have to hold this up. This is my... We can't afford to actually do it in a graphic form, no. so I have mm-hmm. to hold up my own, my own graphic. There you go. The, the, wa- the Wax Whisperer has joined us. Hey! I have worked very hard in my career to mm-hmm. earn this title. What have you done? He holds your microphone. Good question. Right? I mean, look mm-hmm. at that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are a great boom operator. And I, <laughs> I just, uh, I don't talk down there. I talk way up here. <laughs> just, so, just so you know. You may have flunked anatomy in school. I don't know. <laughs> but I. <laughs> I saw where that but, mic was. But I did, uh, I did. And by the way, it's this is this is brought to you by uh, usewaxrx.com. Because I, I got nothing other than uh, the latest uh, like novelty gimmick that I think we should start giving away. Mm. I just tweeted out the picture of it. Okay. Is the used cotton swab. <laughs> For those of you who are watching and don't use the Twitter, it's a picture of a used it's funny because you can buy this at a joke shop Mm -hmm. and actually i mean imagine the fun you'd have like putting this in someone's salad at lunch (laughs) you know jeffy acts like he hasn't or maybe right exactly or maybe you know just dipping it in someone's drink at lunch and just let and say oh look at what's in your in your (laughs) salad there you almost chomped on a big chunky earwax cotton swab (laughs) you're gonna finish that salad (laughs) right and then yeah they go oh i don't want this and you say hey lo let me let me have your food. Well, Jeffy has to figure something out. There's no See? chance he's eating a salad under any circumstance. Now it's not so stupid anymore, is it? Huh. Right. So huh. that is my tip. Well, you can have, you know, have you seen the calorie count on some salads lately? Hmm. It's like 2,000 2, calories. Some, they're more than a hamburger. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, you think you're doing yourself. You can get a hamburger and milkshake, and it's uh-huh. better for you than the salad. Isn't that wow. nuts? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. So hey, you keep drifting I've been off. Saying here. it all along. Keep drifting off. Here, back over here. Come on. Would you? Don't break it. Look. Here's, here's the bottom line. 
We want to thank our sponsors like usewaxrx.com because they allow us to come in here, mm-hmm. have a good time, mm-hmm. you know, push a little earwax removal because who doesn't need a good earwax removal on occasion? Right? <laughs> right. Right. Go to usewaxrx.com and if you use a promo code radio, Jeffy will pay for your standard shipping. It'll just come up as free because oh. it's, I mean, oh, he's just okay. that, that kind of guy. So until Except next time, no. right? Mm. Other than <laughs> that, won't happen. But <laughs> other than you know. uh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until next time, I am the Wax Whisperer. Yeah. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, man. Uh, Fox News poll, how serious a problem is the opioid crisis? Like, they've just taken down the poll now, but it was 70%, 71% said it's a very, very serious. And I think 20% said somewhat serious. Is it that big? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it I mean, is. It is in several, uh, several areas. In the, within well, yeah, the United what is it, States. Is it New Hampshire that is having this uh, weird heroin thing New Hampshire, going on? West Virginia, and Ohio in particular, those three yeah. those three focal points. And I know that uh, uh, in the Northwest, Seattle-ish area was having a really big problem. And I think, yeah, they, I think the opioids are uh, killing and drug overdoses are killing uh, more people than guns by far. Yeah. But when they say, yes. but see the thing, the, That's little, a big when they say the people. opioid crisis... Specifically, the thing that is killing people is the fentanyl and heroin. But they're attacking all painkillers. And that makes it really difficult when you're in pain and you're in severe pain uh, to obtain those. Correct. We find that out with some of our military personnel Mm -hmm. having problems taking care of Mm -hmm. it through the VA because of this opioid crisis. Well, that's a a difference. We need to be specific about that. Sorry, you got severe pain. Here's an aspirin. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. See you later. I don't know. I don't know what to do about I it. I don't know either. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, at Pat Unleashed on twip, Twitter uh, from Chippy. If Jeffy attends the naked bike ride, the entire city will be blurred on Google Earth. That's <laughs> uh, funny. Isn't it? It's funny. You know, I was talking about. The, we were just talking about that whole bully thing. And... <laughs> How important it was, for, right? Yeah, for, we were for harsh text. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. Well, this isn't a text; oh, it's, okay. a tweet. Yeah. it's a so, tweet. So. It's exempt. Uh, swank think. I'm waiting for the first university to ban the word Trump. That'll probably happen. Oh my gosh! I'm so, I, that That's probably happened without talking about it already. I love this Twitter name. Irregardless spoons eighteen. <laughs> Irregardless, of course, not a word. Uh, and spoons eighteen. Uh, nice. Thank you. Nice. Uh, lard butt 1K plus beer plus donuts equals misbehaving methane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Uh, JP says if the U of U had banned harsh texts, maybe they wouldn't need a crying room. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh. Thank you. And uh, from Tom, making fun of Jeffy isn't bullying. Yeah. It's Thank a requirement. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. What, Jeffy? What's the point? I don't understand. And... He loves it. That's the other point that I just I don't I just love want to kid make. Keith with the pig rights. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's the greatest that line you used. That pisses me off. 
seriously. Take I'm going to take the pit Thank route. you. I'm going to take the pit All right. Jeez, he abuses that privilege. Thank you. He does. I don't even, and I it don't is even a privilege. I... It's not a right. Thank you. So it's pig privileges, not pig rights. Let's just be clear on that. Understood. Okay. Sorry. Uh, also, this is kind of interesting. An ex-Victoria's Secrets model has left Victoria's Secrets uh, to follow Jesus. She says no girl should go into modeling. Oh, God. Uh, ne- <laughs> what? Stop it. Stop How it. did I know that was going to be your reaction? Paragraph? Are you kidding me? She said, uh, uh, Nicole Weeder, a former Victoria's Secret model, told the Christian Post that she left her modeling career uh, behind to follow Jesus. Now she's explaining why she doesn't believe young girls should enter into the modeling industry at all. In an interview uh, with the outlet... Weeder said that she left the modeling industry after feeling degraded and that perfect was never perfect enough. Being judged only on my appearance was hurting my self-esteem, she said. I rediscovered that my, I rediscovered my faith that I had as a little girl and it changed my life because I was passionate about using my gifts for God instead of the empty modeling industry. Right. About that. Good for her. You don't. It doesn't seem like you feel that deep inside. I mean, as someone to make the choices that are best for them. As someone who's Mm -hmm. never worried about how they looked, Jeffy, do you have any more (laughs) thoughts on this? Perfect is tough to get. Okay. I mean, that's clear. Yeah. Perfect is never good enough. That's that's probably true. Victoria's a lot of us have struggled with that. She's not the only one to do this. Remember, though, there was a lingerie model um, a couple of years ago. Yeah, there was, and and it's it's strange that they don't think that they could. do better for Jesus on the runway. Well, they're they're dressed in lingerie. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not. It's not exactly. I don't know. Do you think Jesus wants him to dress in lingerie in front of? Uh, did he not make them like that? Well, yeah, but he Thank didn't you. necessarily say, <laughs> you know, dress in mon- lingerie and walk in front of other people like that. No, did right? He, Maybe that just was left out of the to? canon, you know. Does it say not to? Did I miss that part? <laughs> no. Well, you probably did miss well, that. He's part, playing yes. the Ninth Amendment card I think here. You I did. Like uh, <laughs> but Kylie uh, Bashuti, didn't we actually have her I on think the we show? Did. Yes, we did. I think we had her on Glenn's yeah. show. Yeah, we did. And uh, she was a really nice, she was fascinating, nice girl. Yeah. And look, the, the, really seriously, good for them if that's what they feel. But I, I right. just, I really do. I mean, I think that they they reach more people and. Uh, you know, spread the word a little bit more. That's like the Reverend needing a bigger plane. I mean, you get to more people. I don't get that analogy. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> if the Reverend was scantily clad while flying in the plane, there might be a tie. But uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh, that was an amazing story too. The the fifty wasn't it fifty four million dollars? Yeah, he yeah. wanted fifty four yeah. million dollars from his. Uh, viewers mm-hmm. from his flock to to buy the private jet Spread that will get him more. and it was a uh it was a falcon falconer seven yeah so he only had to make one stop he could travel around yeah. the world yeah he didn't he doesn't like layovers man no one does stop for well, gas and well, it's not layovers it's stopping for gas yeah. and gasoline is fuel is expensive mm-hmm. jet fuel is expensive i know it is and you You're got landing me. F- uh, and you got landing fees right it, yeah it, they soak you up hard they soak the airplanes, you. they really they do. do so he needs a plane that will get him. I mean, if his people, he's not, France. he's not trying to hide anything. I don't know that. I didn't. I thought that was a good thing. Mm. Why am I not surprised? 
Why? Why am I not surprised? You try to spread the word of the Lord, the, the, and you're against it. <laughs> no, I'm just not okay. convinced. A private jet is the only way he could do it. Now he said they can't take commercial flights because there's a lot of demons on those planes. Mm-hmm. You can't be Amen. talking to demons. All the demons, you know, the little people like you, unwashed <laughs> masses. I can't be mingling with you. You might ask me to pray for you. Ooh. He actually talked about, oh, we'll get all kinds of prayer requests from these demons on the play of all. It's just something else, man. (laughs) That is something else to me. Uh, So It's a good business. It's it's a good business. It's a good racket. Yeah, if you can get it. Absolutely. I mean, there's good money in it, obviously. For calling it a racket. It's not a racket. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time, right? I mean, he's got three planes already. Yes, he's, he's, gone, he's burned up three planes yeah. for Jesus, he said. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, And you're supposed to upgrade as you go along. You yeah. Know, you don't, well, you don't he was on a plane back. one time, and uh, he heard the Lord say to him, you think this is all I can do? Don't you have faith? He's like, wait a minute, Lord, what? Yeah, don't you have faith? Do you think this is all I can do, this little plane? Well, don't you want to be up here with me? I, yeah, that's what he said. Don't you? Yeah, I do. So I need an... Lord, you're saying I need a bigger plane? Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, then he went to his flock, See? and he got a bigger plane. So, so he's done that three times. This is plane number four, then, that he's having his flock pay for. It's so great. you're saying that if, amazing, uh, yeah. you know, like, I, I mean, we've all had our conversations with the Lord, mm-hmm. some different than others in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if uh-huh. you heard Pat get a plane, <laughs> would you would you say No. Well, if he showed me the way to pay for it without asking people, uh, well, that's to what, pay for that's my what plane. the Reverend does, though, right? Yeah, that's what he does. That is what he does. You're right. So, yeah, I guess that's all on the up and up. Pat, get a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect to hear that anytime soon. If I do, I'll let you know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Ah, uh, welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. For some reason, Keith is telling me I tweeted out the Country Time Lemonade. Yeah, it came on my story. screen. I thought, oh my Duh. gosh, look at that! You yeah. don't have to tell me what I've tweeted. <laughs> oh, man, that's oh. irritating. Obviously, if I tweeted it, I know I tweeted it. What was it about? Tell me what what <clears throat> what your retweet did. It's about operating lemonade stands without a permit. But but what what you, we all the... retweeted it. Country Time is donating money for each retweet, and they're they're taking the lead. Give the answer, man. Uh, by paying for kids' fines and permits this year, the Duh. Country Time. Let's uh, here's a little uh, here's a look at Country Time Lemonade Save Lemonade Stands hmm. uh, video. Around the country, kids are getting busted for running lemonade stands. But this summer, things are going to be different because Country Time is introducing Legal Aid, a crack team ready to straighten out lemonade stand-related permits and fines. If you have a problem with your lemonade stand, the offices of Country Time Legal Aid are ready to take a stand for you. 
tastes like justice. So, when life gives you arcane laws, make lemonade. We're here for you! That's, that's, a, a, that's outstanding. That's a genius. great bit. That's outstanding. That is awesome. That sure is. I, it makes me want to buy country sure time does. lemonade. I, and I think I was that was to really think, good. I know that we have some in the. I know mm. we have some in the in the cabinet, but I use some fresh pink country time lemonade. Sounds really good right now. Mm. Yeah, uh, a very, uh, really nicely done. Yeah, Absolutely. and a really good idea. Yeah, really good idea. And you retweet it, and they put that. Why you keep, so, why you keep bringing it. up the retweet? With, he knows what he did. Uh, right, <laughs> but with every re- retweet, they. They give you a dollar? Uh, they no, give they a dollar, to, a dollar this to this fund. fund. Up to half a million. Yep. Nice. So, right. Save kids lemonade stands. Retweet that. That's really cool. Look under at Pat Unleashed and you'll be able to retweet it yourself. On the mean streets of Helena, man, we didn't need a permit, but uh, if you went out to try to sell lemonade, um, you could lose your life. All the bullets fall. I mean, you, better have, you better have a bulletproof stand in front of you. Right. You know? Right. Uh, for all the drive-bys, <laughs> for all the drive-by. Wait a minute, bullets. were these the lemonade stands? Were they like, were they like convenience stores with the bulletproof yes. plastic glass? Yeah, well, that's like the only way you'd survive out on the mean streets. Wow, that's a rough childhood. Well, what, and, and, and it was rough. So, it's so rough you don't see very many lemonade stands in. <laughs> that's right. Out of the streets. That's right. Yeah, that's why in Helena they don't. There's not a lot of lemonade right. stands out there. Huh. First of all, it's not that hot in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets to 75, it's a scorcher, man. So you get a couple of weeks so, in there when you really want to sell some, and that's about it. That's about it. Yep. Uh, Jessica Chastain is leading the charge for equal pay in Hollywood. And this is great because uh, everybody should make exactly the same thing. I, I don't care it's whether they're big stars. Thank you. It's needed. It's it, Thank you. For understanding, Jeffy, and for admitting that it's finally time for this to happen. Not only with with their male counterparts, but Jessica uh, says she cares more about her her black co-star, Octavia Spencer. She cares more about her salary than her own. Do you? Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. (laughs) Now, it could be that Jessica Chastain is a bigger name than Octavia Spencer, and that's why she was making more. I... I've heard of Jessica Chastain. I didn't know until I saw a picture who Octavia Spencer was. Now, she was in the movie um, Hidden Figures. Did you see that oh, one? Oh, yeah, I did. It was a great movie. Great movie. Really liked Tremendous her. She was movie. great in it. And I think she won an Academy Award, if not for that, for something else. Good for her. I mean, it was um, deserved. So, but that doesn't necessarily bring you... Uh, up to the big bucks just because you've won an Academy no, because, Award. Well, and, and let's be honest. Now, uh, let's be fair. The work was great, and the movie was it tremendous. Was, yes. But we didn't go see Hidden Figures because Octo- of her. Octavia Spencer, right. right. Now, let me ask you this. Is Halle Berry underpaid? I'll bet you Halle Berry makes every bit as much, probably more, than Jessica Chastain does. No, well, it, look, in the past I would have said, good for Halle Berry. Halle Berry deserves every dime. Yes. Today, no. Yes. No, she does not. She doesn't deserve it. No. Why? She makes too much money. Okay. She's making too much. She needs. To, they all need to make the does same. Does Oprah Winfrey make less money than white actresses? I I don't think it's about 
black versus no, white. I think it's, it's about not. big star or not, isn't it? <laughs> and if if Hollywood is in fact underpaying minorities like black actresses, what the hell is wrong with them? Right. And their liberal mentality in Hollywood. Why is Hollywood so bad to women and minorities? And we're just now hearing about trying to fix this. How is this possible? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, In fact, I'm willing to change my point of view on this and say, yes, Jessica Chastain, you're right. Black women are being paid less in Hollywood, and it's wrong. Um, Hollywood are a bunch of racist bastards. Hmm. Let's just label them as such. They're racist, and they're homophobic. Sure. Uh, do gays make what straight people do? Probably not. Oh, no way. Well, let's crunch those numbers. They're racist. They're homophobic. Uh, they're misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Men are making more than women in Amen. Hollywood. Amen, Pat Gray. These, pe- these are the worst people in this country. Hmm. This might be the worst industry in America. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise well, me. Well, there's politics. Um, I would bet you. It wouldn't surprise me. I would bet you that they have more disparity on all of these well, things. Of course they do. Now, and that's been their case forever. Mm. I, th- I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not even a, a fair bet because I, I, it, it, from the reports we've had, it's mm-hmm. true, right? I mean, people right. have talked about uh, working on the sets uh, of being, uh, you know, being the gophers and the grips and everything else, working there for 12 to 18 hour days when yep. they're filming. Yep. And that's what you do. But those guys aren't making, uh, you know, Will Smith money. No, they're Will's not. Will's back in the trailer making that's $20 right. million. That's right. So, of course, there's so a So if we're going to pay everybody the same but, thing, let's pay everybody right, the same thing. let's do it. But, you know, Millie uh, gripping uh, for 18 hours. <laughs> Millie grips? Well, it depends on, it depends on which Millie. Okay. <laughs> you know, isn't bringing the audience like Will Smith, though. Let's be, I mean, let's, let's go Very ahead true. and knock it down. Right. I mean, it's agonizing. And make them yes. justify why the key grips don't get that money. Yes. I mean, make, it's make, ridiculous. Make because you're not coming all new to the- will smith with key grip millie at the hand i mean think about that think about that for a second hold on the key grip millie millie's on that set all day for 18 hours she's on that set longer than will smith oh yeah right. will smith Absolutely. walks out there delivers a few lines and says call me when, i know when my next I know, it doesn't seem fair uh, and, and I, I got news for you um there's a lot of things that don't seem fair in life like what and yet and yet they just That's, keep happening, they just don't keep, they? Yes, they do. Life isn't fair. Yes, they do. Thank you. Is it pumpkin? Life no, isn't it is fair. Not, Pat. So get Why used you to it. Me if- hmm? hmm? What? Huh? Hey, do that line with the word puddin'. Life isn't fair, puddin'. Life isn't fair, sweet pea. <laughs> <laughs> I like those better than pumpkin. <laughs> we were doing the Cory Gardner uh, ad where where he calls the woman in the ad Sweet Pea. Sweet do you remember Pea, that? Yeah, I do. Oh, my gosh. The only other time I've ever heard of this was in this song. Oh, Sweet Pea, come on and dance with me. Oh, Sweet Pea, come on and dance with me by Tommy Rowe. Do you remember that song? I do Your not. grandfather probably played it for he you at some point. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Also, that character on uh, Popeye, you know, a little sweet pea. Little yeah, guy. that's where I was. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what right. I was thinking about the sweet pea. That's right. But really, I mean, <laughs> how long's that been? Yeah. Oh my gosh, longer than Tommy Rowe. Nineteen thirty-three. Yeah. Nineteen thirty-three. Nineteen thirty-three. So now we have the sweet pea trifecta. Wow. In play. Okay, so we got sweet pea from Popeye, sweet pea from Tommy Rowe, and sweet pea from the <laughs> Cory Gardner, Gardner ad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, so bad. We wanted to play this um, 
this little uh, commercial that they kind of play for the uh, telemarketers and the robocall people uh, when they announce to you that they've just shut down your business. We talked to um, a Hunter, Hunter Giambra. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Giambra the other day. That kid was great. Loved him. He was, he was awesome. He and, and his, definitely and his free was awesome. service is available at I said don't call dot, dot me. M-E. Yep. Dot M-E. Yeah, I said don't call dot, dot M-E. M-E. And he really backs up. I said don't call in a really <laughs> It's very simple. Way. Just give the phone number that keeps bugging you, and they'll take it from there, and they'll blow up their system. And then when the bad guy picks up the phone, they hear this. And I think it. Well, yep, they hear this. Go, do it again, Keith, and I'll, I'll oh, be ready okay. to start. And so then the bad guy gets a call, <laughs> and uh, his phone system blows uh-huh. up when he picks it up, and here's this. With people that scam innocent Americans out of hundreds of thousands of dollars each year, the tables have turned. Nice. You are now on the end of your scamming career. <laughs> your services will now be permanently suspended. Yeah. It's time to wake up, smell the coffee, go out and get a real job. This message brought to you by the American people. And I said, don't call dot M-E. So nice. awesome. Nice. <laughs> so w- th- that's what they hear. And it and then it shuts down their scam, which that's is really good. Awesome. And I I'm pretty sure it works because I gave him the number of the, the people that were bugging us. Uh, I used to I get this call every single day. And since we gave him this number, I have not had this on my phone. Uh, but this is the one that was calling over and over and over every day and once it get expired after that you will be taken under custody by the local police as there are four serious right. allegations pressed Ooh. on your name at this moment we would request you to get back to us so that we can discuss about this case before taking any legal action against you the number to reach us is 518 615 7980. Okay, so that number was deluged with Hunter's system now. What a shame. What does it send? Like 1,500 a, a minute or something it's like that? More 1,500 than that. calls? Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's, it's like, yeah, it's effective. It's effective. <laughs> it literally destroys systems. So when you get this, that say that, you know, this little announcement that tells you that you are going to be taken under custody. Yeah, well. And that there are four serious allegations pressed on your name. Well, Ooh. other people aren't going to get that. They were specifically talking to you. And they were, what, yes. What, what you talking about? And they're going to be taken, you know, from the local authorities. Okay, thank you. You want more charges pressed? I don't want right. more charges you? pressed on my name. I don't want that. I mean, you some people probably have to step one. I mean. <laughs> but I have four <laughs> pressed on my name. Huh. And you know how hard that could be uh, when yes. four are pressed on your name. Trust me, I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, next thing you know, you're getting pulled over every five minutes down the street here. So according to Hunter, what they do is when you call them, if you ever call them back at that number, then they tell you uh, that it's it's like the you owe the IRS right. money. It's like $4,000. And you can clear this up by going to Walmart and getting some phone cards or the, uh, the credit uh, clearly, cards that you can just charge. Clearly. clearly. To, to clear things up with the IRS are phone cards from yes, Walmart. Right. But unfortunately, there are people in the country who aren't hip to that or they're old and they get scared Mm -hmm. and they don't think it through and nobody helps them out with it Uh, until sometimes 
they get to Walmart, and sometimes the people at Walmart will tell them, "No, don't, don't do that. That's mm-hmm. a scam. Don't do, don't do that." But it's a despicable practice, and Boy, no these guys have to be shut down. And the other thing I used to get all the time was the uh, the extended warranty call. Have you ever gotten that oh, one? Yes. Where they're calling from the warranty department. Oh yes, they're calling from the warranty department. So, I, we, I still get warranty. We get stuff. Mm. Uh, we get uh, the robo mailings, in, you know, through, through the postal service. Of uh, warranties like that all the time. All the time. All the time. And it's like, well, you don't even know what kind of car I have. What do you mean you're from the warranty no, I department? Know, but, you, but you, the car you purchased <laughs> yes. is coming to, is at the end of the warranty. Uh-huh. Wait. No, because I'm not at 100,000 miles yet. And, and what car did I purchase? The one that you last purchased? Mm-hmm. Yes, the last one. Uh, okay, so, I'm pretty sure I have an extended warranty on that. <laughs> yes, you but, do. Uh, okay. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about um, another scam: real estate agents who don't know what they're doing. Uh, that can cost you a lot of money because, for most of us, for almost all of us, other than Bill Gates, your home is going to be the biggest purchase you ever make in your life. It's going to be your biggest investment, and you don't want to lose money on it. Um, so you need to have rock solid advice. You need to have the advice from people who have a lot of experience good marketing plans, great character, and they get results for their clients. And those are the criteria uh, Glenn's team uses to select their agents all over America. 1,200 of them with realestateagentsitrust.com. They're going to get you your house sold, get it sold fast, and for the most money possible. They're also fans of the show, so you have that in common with them too. You're going to get along with these people really well. So if you are trying to sell your house, you want to sell it fast, and you want to get the most money out of it, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area, in your local area, without pressing serious allegations on your name. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Identity theft and fraud, as we're just talking about these robocalls and these telemarketers and all these scams, identity theft and fraud cost consumers more than $16 billion a year. Look at that. Uh, it, this, it, it's one of those things that just really pissed me off. It's just because it's so prevalent it's and it's so obnoxious. It's unimaginable how much money it costs people. Isn't it? Um, and there's, it's so hard to, if you don't have, say, LifeLock, if you don't have an advocate on your side when this kind of stuff hits, you're screwed. Or, or you don't catch. I mean, you, you know, you don't catch it right away. Right. I mean, and nobody who catches it right away, really. I mean, if you don't have rare. help, nobody. Right. Uh, and that's why some 15.4 million com- consumers were victims of identity theft or fraud last year. Jeez. That's why it's so great to have people like Hunter uh, Giambra doing what he's doing. In shutting down some of these scams, uh, really let's good. go to Philip in Georgia. Hey, Philip, you're on the blaze. Hey, man. Uh, hey. Uh, real quick, uh, I keep getting this one scam. It's a computer-generated voice calling, saying they're from Microsoft and that my Windows key has expired, and that I need to call huh. this number 
to get uh, my Windows key reactivated so I can use my computer. They're telling me my computer shut down. Well, I have three computers, and they're, they nobody ever tells me which computer it is. That one, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the one that shut down, though. I mean, it's that one. Have know. any of them shut down? No. No, of course <laughs> no, not. No, they don't. No, they don't. You use a license key one time to unlock your computer, and that's it. Right. You, don't, you never have to use that license key again. That's amazing that they tried to tell you that that's, that's good one, expired. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Because a lot of people wouldn't know. They wouldn't know that those don't expire, that they're, they last forever. No, they Appreciate were, it. Thanks, They just Phillip. did a big story mm-hmm. on the, the ones that uh, put the virus on your computer that tell you you have to pay for it. Yeah. Is that originally they were asking for thousands of dollars, like five to $10,000, and a lot of people couldn't pay that. To free up your computer? Yeah. That the virus would say, hey, you know, to free, we own your computer now. You have to pay us so much money or your computer's just going to fry up. We're just going to kill everything. Uh. But so, so many people couldn't pay the thousands. So now it's hundreds and people are paying it. They've dropped it down. They've realized oh, instead of asking for thousands, they just ask for hundreds. Like you know, yeah, you're, we've we we've got your computer now for five hundred bucks. We'll give it back to you, and for five hundred bucks, most people would, yeah, they don't want to lose anything on their computer. And then they probably still installed, uh, you know, they're going to come back around. You're going to come back yeah, around. Absolutely, on you. yeah. I mean, every time you blackmail somebody, they just keep coming back around. <laughs> hmm. You've been there, right? Done oh, that. Boy, no kidding. It's yeah. tough to get out of, man. Uh, I know. Huh. Yeah, they just keep coming back for I, more. I know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is not going to attend uh, his the induction ceremony is into it his? the Football Hall of Fame. Is he? He's not going <clears> in August. Hall, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's going yeah, into the yeah. Hall of Fame. You didn't Terrell know Owens. Yeah. Come on, he belongs. He's like the Does number he? two receiver of all time after uh, Jerry Rice. Isn't he second in receptions? No way. Uh, I thought that was Tony Gonzalez. Right? No. Terrell Owens. <clears throat> Terrell Owens is, I don't know, yards or receptions or touchdowns or something. He was. I mean, he has to be <clears throat> going into the hall. And look, he was a, he was a great player. Yeah, he no was. question. Yeah, no question. I just and a physical question. specimen like crazy. Most yeah, receiving look, yards? it takes a lot to become that. There you go. You're telling me. Yes, most, most receiving I yards. I know. Yeah, it is uh, Terrell Owens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't say you were wrong. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. So let me see. Let me see that list. So it's it's Jerry Rice, uh, who played from eighty. 85 to 2004? Yeah, he played for Oakland for yeah. a bunch of years. Jeez. Yep. Remember San Francisco kicked him off and he went and played for Oakland? It's 19 freaking years. I do remember. Yeah, because yeah. he was playing when he was, what, 40, 41? Yeah. Uh, Terrell Owens. So And Terrell was too, though. He played for a long time too. He did. 96 to 20, 2010. Yeah. So Rice had 22,895. Uh, Owens fifteen nine thirty four <laughs> seven thousand less. Larry Fitzgerald is going to uh, oh, he'll pass him that, this yeah. year because he's at fifteen five forty five. Boy, he's been a great player. Randy too. Moss is number four. He belongs to yes. He Randy does. Moss is uh, Fitzgerald should be there already too. Isaac Bruce, Tony Gonzalez, Tim Brown, Steve Smith. Wow, he's a University of Utah guy, uh, and I like him anyway because I'm not a troll. Like so many of the youth fans. Oops. Okay. Um, I, think, oh. I think Gonzalez might be uh, second on all-time touchdowns. I think it might be Either that second. or yeah. maybe it's uh, with tight ends. Right? No, no, huh? no. No, it was, he was behind. Uh, anyway, why is he going anyway, to the Hall yes, of Fame? Anyway, yes, we kind of got off on a yeah, tangent. What is that? 
But he hasn't all, said what is that about? All he has to say is, I'm so grateful for all of the support my family, friends, and certainly my fans have shown me throughout my career. Yeah, you're welcome. When it was announced that I was going to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the response uh, received from my fans was overwhelming. I'm truly humbled. I'm honored to be included among this group of fellow inducted uh, individuals. While I'm incredibly appreciative... I have made the decision to publicly decline my invitation to attend the induction ceremony in Canton. I have already shared this information with the hall. After visiting Canton earlier this year, I came to the realization that I wish to celebrate what will be one of the most memorable days of my life elsewhere. (laughs) What? That is something else. What a jerk. And no reason given for it. I, I think it's because people don't like him and he doesn't like them. That would be my guess. I would guess that's probably a pretty good guess. Yeah. Uh, while he claims, and I've seen a lot of things on NFL Network about him, oh, yeah. claims to have been a, a really good team. I'm a great teammate. No. And I was I, I was just misunderstood. And I don't think that's the case. No, it wasn't. He I don't was, think that's the case. Always, he was always a uh, an agitator, to say it nicely. I talked to somebody who knew him really well, and that person said he was one of the biggest uh, a-holes. That's what I said. That agitator ever met in his life. Agitator hole. That's what I, I said. That's yeah. what he meant. That's yeah. kind of disappointing, you know, because he was. Well, that that right there really is, good. is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's weird. I don't know anybody else who has. Why would I mean, Terrell decided Terrell. not to attend? Why the ceremony. would you do that? And, and, Why? And, and you know darn well we really respect <laughs> and honor this. Shut up! No, you don't. <laughs> And show if up. you really respected yeah, and honored, you'd be there. That's right. It's one you would day, be there. man. One day. Right. And then and then you would go celebrate somewhere else yes. with friends at uh, some other time. And you're being You'd honored. go celebrate elsewhere. Right. After. Exactly. Agonizing. When I'm inducted, I'm going to be there. So okay. I just want the hall to know that. Okay. Okay. I respect it enough that when you induct me... Mm-hmm. I will be at the there ceremony. It, it, Chance of that? Yeah, and it may be a moot point to ask what foreigners going to do when they're inducted. Well, that's definitely a moot point. Oh. We know that's not happening. Yeah, no it's way. just not happening. So, <laughs> have a great weekend. We will see you back here Monday on the Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.